0: Welcome to guys. We fucked guys. We guys. Fucked. We fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry about, about last night. Last night. The anti-slut
1: shaming podcast.
0: <laughs> I never stop.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of guys. We fucked
0: emphasis on the fucked. Uh, it's yep. the anti-slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. And, uh, well, you know, we're going to get into what you think we're going to get into, but before that, you know, we got to do an everything's fine. (laughs) The good thing about this ad is that it's from one of our favorite people. It's a listener who created her own fucking awesome beauty line called badger face beauty supply. And we love to, uh, share the work of listeners, especially women. Yeah I And
1: mean, if you're a guy You do shit That's great
0: Yeah But just right now We're concentrating on women <laughs> Especially today Yeah uh, And so the The woman who runs this company Her name is Christina And Oh what a nice name It's a great name And she makes Amazing products They are completely natural and they have really fun names.
1: Yes. And they're for your face, your skin, your hair. They have products. If you're a dude who has a beard, Mm
0: -hmm. I got the, I got the DILF kit for James.
1: (laughs) Um, I use the anti-aging facial serum. I've been using that for the past two years. And it's one of my favorite things in the world because it's made my skin amazing. And I didn't realize if you have oily skin, you actually put oil, Mm-hmm. on it that's like good mm-hmm.
0: oopsies it's so funny so many
1: times when I was working at the spot people
0: would come in and, and acneic skin they would be uh, afraid to put oils on it but a lot of times the reason why your skin is acneic is because it's lacking moisture yeah. not because
1: you have to dry it out uh, so that's just a little fun tip but yeah these are made by a fucker they're amazing products we use them all the time she shipped us a shitload and we've been using them The bath they have bath bombs you gotta go so here's where you go badger face beauty supply.com the link will be in the description of this podcast um and if you want 10% off an order that's over $25 just type in the offer code guys10 guys g u y s 10 the number 10
0: and that's 10% off any order over $25 it's badgerfacebeauty supply.com new awesome site get some products the holidays are coming right around the corner and why not support a fellow woman
1: a fucker who makes some good shit.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you want to see us in person, here are the dates for that. We're currently in our Airbnb in Venice, California. Uh so if it sounds different, it's a little echoey cuz we's in a kitchen. Yeah, so we're in California, so sorry. Um <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> there's not a sorry. bunch of dates uh tonight, Friday, November 11th, we're going to be in Phoenix, Arizona at Stand Up Live. There's some tickets left. Phoenix baby. You need us now more than ever. We need you. We're excited to come out. Uh, Wednesday, November 16th, we're at Crackers in Indianapolis. Uh, Same thing. (laughs) Thursday, November 17th, we're going to be at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio.
1: Friday, November 18th, we're going to be at the Anathem Theater. In Chicago, Uh, we're almost sold out. This is almost a thousand seat theater. So if tickets are still available, click the link. We're doing a live podcast recording for that date. And we're so fucking uh, stoked for that. And we
0: know we can do it. On Sunday, November 20th, this leg of the tour comes to an end at Hilarity is in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, I know you're out there. I know there's an Ohio fucking uh, guys we fuck fan base. So we need those tickets to sell out. And then we are back in New York City uh, the week after that. Wednesday, November 23rd is the comedian project at the standing room in Long Island City. The show's at 9 p.m. It's $5 with code sex.
1: And then Friday's uh December 2nd at 7:30 p.m. Wendy Starling and I are putting on our December edition of Glamour Plus at Zinc Bar. It's uh the Christmas spectacular with me and Wendy Starling. Tickets are $15. You got to be 21 and up. This is a good show. You should come for laughs because we need some laughs.
0: laughs. And then that same day, if you want to stay up late, eleven fifteen p.m., Nacho Bitches, end of the year. And I put end quote, end nation. <laughs> ah, go on. Uh, a show at New York Comedy Club. Tickets are $10 with code Nacho. I do that show with Blair Saki. Always a fun time. Uh, we hope to see you there. Uh, and today's episode is brought to you by CISO. CISO, CISO that's S E E S O, is the new ad free streaming service bringing you hilarious original series, handpicked classics, weeks of stand up specials, and more. Uh, they have every episode of SNL ever, including new episodes the day after they air really insane. Uh, I love them because they put up the new Doug Stanhope special. I'm a huge oh God, I Doug it. Stanhope fan was so excited to log in and watch that shit. Uh, so hilarious. You want the best new original comedy. You want to see. So, and right now guys, we fuck listeners. You guys can try. See, so free what? for two months. Wow. When you use promo code GWF at checkout, these are shows you can't see anywhere else from critically acclaimed original series like Take My Wife or Harmon Quest. And again, all 40 plus years of SNL. Just go to s e e s o S E E S O.com to sign up for two months free with promo code GWF at checkout.
1: That's CISO.com, promo code GWF. Last one, guys. Last one. You've almost made it through the last ad. Mm hmm. Uh, the other sponsor of this episode of Guys We Fucked is Lyft. You know about Lyft, right? It's the app that gets you a ride right in minutes it's on demand 24 seven for less than the cost of a cab. Uh, you just download the app on your phone, request a driver, and they're going to show up in three and a half minutes or less. Uh, that's really fast. Every Lyft driver is vetted through their 10 point safety standard, including criminal and DMV background checks. You know, you'll get around quickly and safely. That's very, that's very important. (laughs) Uh, Lyft is, uh, one of the fastest growing and highest rated, uh, one quality over quantity. Um, thanks to Lyft. You got an easy way to avoid drunk driving. You never have to bum a ride and you never have to worry about parking. And we've been in LA and we've been worrying about parking. So that's kind of nice. We're actually going to take a lift to our comedy store show tomorrow. Yeah, we um, love lifting. <laughs> yeah, I love lifting. I love lifting. Right now Lift is offering our listeners of Guys We Fucked a very special deal. You can get 3 free rides up to 10 bucks each. That's a $30 value if you suck at math when you enter promo code GWFD so guys, we fucked GWFD. Just download the free Lyft app today and a promo code GWFD in the payment section. And you'll start with three free rides up to 10 Uh Yeah. Promo code GWFD. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> it's a free ride. Absolutely. So uh, let's, uh,
0: wasn't there like an election? There something? was an election. Yeah. That's what I thought. Remember? That was fun. I think I do. For I months remember,
1: and months and months. I remember being in a room full of people at yeah. the Ace Theater in downtown Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And we were all happy. Yeah, we were a little anxious. We were, I was anxious the whole day.
0: Oh, my God. I woke up with vicious diarrhea.
1: And Bill Maher, I kept listening to Bill Maher say, don't say Trump's never going to win. That's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, he, he was, was right. right. He was right. Sometimes life just goes, fuck you. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, take it away, Corinne. I know you have some very <laughs> awesome well prepared words.
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes I get, you know, emotional and I don't know, and my mind is working faster than my mouth and I don't know exactly how to express myself. So I sat down this morning. I've been up since, uh, it's now, what is it? It's one o'clock in the morning. Uh, and I've been up since six in the morning. Uh, I fell asleep on the couch. Well, I kind of like made myself go to sleep on the couch. I was like, I'm punishing myself on behalf of America. I don't know. I'm so weird. Christine and I ate a shit ton of McDonald's. So many fries. We ate so much McDonald's. I drank sweet and
1: sour sauce. You did. Cause I was sad.
0: Yeah. And, um, So this morning, uh, because of my openness about my political and social views, I woke up to a Facebook inbox message from a girl I went to high school with, a girl I would consider myself to be friendly with, a girl who has a mom who is a teacher at the high school I went to. The message read, And I quote, you have a podcast called Guys We Fucked and talk about blowing people and you post yourself naked on the Internet. How about you have some respect for yourself before you post this shit? Don't you dare put me down like this? Don't you dare make me feel this way? By this way, she means responsible, responsible for her choices as a voter and an American citizen. Responsible for being a woman who voted for a man who talks down to women and thinks less of us. Today should be a day of celebration, but it is not. So instead of weeping and being angry, and I have done both of those things already. uh, Today's agenda has changed. It is now a call to action. If you think Hillary Clinton's campaign had nothing to do with being a woman, I cannot tell you how wrong you are. You didn't need to vote for Hillary Clinton, quote, just because she is a woman, but you need to recognize that what just happened is a big statement on how much fight we as a sex still have ahead of us. We will never have the respect and love of others if we cannot first respect and love ourselves. If we had banded together, we could have done this easily. We make up more of the population. Us not being able to put our trust in another woman shows that we still do not think ourselves capable of doing a, quote, man's job. I am not scared. I will continue speaking up. I will continue giving a voice to women who have not yet built up the courage to speak for themselves. But yet again, I am disappointed in us because I know the beauty of which we are capable. And I hope more than anything to live long enough to see a woman victorious in the fight to the White House. I wanted it to be Hillary Clinton so badly, but she had too much fighting to do to stay perfect along the way. And perfection is what we require of our women, not our men, certainly, but of our women. We talk on this podcast a lot about rape and what a rape survivor can do. I always tell them, if you are comfortable, I think the best thing you can do is speak out. So today and for the rest of our lives, we must speak out. If you are a young woman listening to this podcast, unsure of what to do with your life, unsure of the meaning of this all, unsure of if you even matter at all, you do. You matter a lot. Whether or not you want to be, you are a part of this fight. And I hope you will be an active soldier with us in this fight. We need you, not begrudgingly, but passionately. I hope you will consider a career in politics or social work or something that gives you the loudest voice you can have. Jobs that make you a lot of money are nice, but as someone who hasn't had money for most of her life, I can honestly tell you that times in my life when I was my poorest were some of my richest because the fire inside my soul was so very hot. We treated our first female presidential nominee like a character in the movie Mean Girls. So many women I know called her a bitch and a cunt and even yesterday voted for her, but then left the voting station and trashed her on social media. Even when it comes to selecting our president, we morph into the monsters men think we are to one another. Every stab of the knife into another woman becomes a step for a man to climb up the ladder of patriarchy. Dramatic? Fuck yeah, it is. Watching Hillary's concession concession speech this morning broke my heart, not because she lost, but because I felt her sadness and disappointment in herself for thinking she failed. She did not fail. We failed her. Every step of the way, we failed her. Every time we told her how to dress, how to cut her hair, when we bullied her into taking her husband's last name because that's what proper wives do. We told her to shut up every time she spoke up. Yesterday, the day before the election, I discovered a Susan B. Anthony quote from 1898. She said, our souls ought to be on fire and yet no one seems awake. 118 years later, we still didn't wake up because of that. Donald Trump is now our president elect. I hope you are all awake now.
1: That's... I... When Kern and I were at the theater and it, uh, last night election Eve, um, one of my really close friends called me who had to, had the unfortunate circumstance of, of getting an abortion Mm -hmm. uh, a long time ago, or you, I look at it as the fortunate circumstance to be able to trust, to do what her, what she wants with her own body. (laughs) And she was crying and she was like, Christina, what if that happens again? Um, and I don't have, I have my rights taken away and that's what I'm scared of. And, uh, and, uh, I was just I was reading a Daily Beast article and um, it was about Trump's thoughts on the Supreme Court, because if you don't know, the Supreme Court was responsible for a case like Roe v. Wade, which was made abortion legal. And uh, there are a lot of these high cases, uh, high profile cases are decided by the Supreme Court and the president is responsible for choosing the justice. Um, and this is just a quote from a Daily Beast article um, written yesterday that I think um Explains it well, he says, first, obviously, Justice Scalia, Anton Scalia, who passed, seat will be filled by an ultra conservative like William Pryor, who was called Roe v. Wade the worst abomination in the history of constitutional law. In addition, the eight-person court has thus far avoided taking on any controversial issues this term, eager to avoid further stalemates like last year's punt on immigration. The only high-profile case on the docket is a transgender case from Virginia, which will insert... Uh, insert the court into a culture war of transgender students and gender appropriate bathrooms. The court's elder liberals are much older than their conservative counterparts. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is 83, Stephen Breyer is 78. By contrast, Clarence Thomas is 68, and Samuel Alito is 66. Justice Kennedy's considered the court's swing vote is 80. So if those people die in the next four years, that means Trump's going to be responsible for picking them. And he he, want, he has spoken out against Roe v. Wade and he wants to put people in the Supreme Court that are against Roe v. Wade. This is just one of the thousands of examples that break my fucking heart of why this awful man is going to be in charge of our country. It's so heartbreaking. that We just left. It's it's 1 a.m. We, Corinne and I just left our show at Irvine. Um, it was sold out. Four hundred ninety people. We met a lot of them afterwards. They were amazing. And after every show, sure enough, at least one person comes up and tells us they were raped. We had a, three or four people. We had three people, yeah. Three people come up and they just... and it, I'm so fucking sick of, of of hearing this because, especially when there's a man now that's going to be in charge of our country who just represents everything I hate—the worst in men the worst that a man could be is him. And, and, and I'm so sick of having that voice be glorified. And then we gave that voice, the presidency. I get people who voted for Trump. And I watched when he won, they were crying tears of joy because they felt some sort of void or some sort of desperate need to, for change. Right. And that's what we Mm -hmm. felt. Mm -hmm. Sure. So we both, all of us who voted wanted the same thing, but they just wanted different, directions for the change to go and I and I you know if people are angry listen to them I I I don't know I want I would love to know why people are were crying tears of joy that Trump got elected I really would love to know because I'm fucking missing something Mm -hmm. and as a woman we walk around every fucking day and these little tiny things happen in our day-to-day lives that just create this weight of of bearing a vagina. Like it's, it's crazy. And we're not lying. We're not exaggerating. And, uh, I, I I know it's not hopeless. I don't know. I I don't know what to do, but, um, it's really fucking scary. Mm -hmm.
0: No, I mean, I think uh, I I've spent all day thinking about this obviously, as I know you have as well. And I think that, uh, my mom put it in a in great terms. She said, you know, maybe what this country needed was to be like an alcoholic. We needed to hit rock bottom so that we could become sober again one day soon. Yeah. And I um, hope
1: that happens. Yeah, I I, I this I is, would love for Trump to to really realize everyone's fucking protesting. We couldn't take the 101 coming home. Mm-hmm. My Stephen texted me and said, "Please don't take it. There's violent protests." I looked it up. People were grabbing other people out of cars that's not going to stop anything. Mm -hmm. It's it's only going to hinder. I believe in the power of peaceful protests. Absolutely. Um, And I think it's great. But
0: uh, on the bright side, I will say uh, not only, not only was Hillary's concession speech, the the most wonderful speech that I've seen throughout this whole process, but uh, Trump's on the bright side, uh, victorious speech was the most humble. So maybe that was nice, you know, maybe, and there, you know, there, I think, I don't. I don't think Donald Trump really wanted to be president. I think you know it was something that went too far. And there was, you know, our friend John yeah, I was Ronson. Say, what was that tweet that was amazing. John Ronson tweeted something something to the effect of, and of course, I'm not going to do John Ronson justice. Uh, but he said, "I remember the look in my eyes when the doctor handed me my baby son." Um, you know, the look of not knowing what the fuck to do. Yeah. And that's the look that he saw Donald Trump give uh, when he won the, you know, the president-elect. Um, so, yeah, I think this is, this is a wake-up call. Is so hard, we right? can't be passive citizens. We must be active citizens. And I know we catch a lot of flack sometimes for being especially hard on women, but guess what? We are women, so we have the power to talk to you in a way that we can't talk to people whose lives we don't know. We are white women, and I have to tell you, fifty-three mm-hmm. percent of white women went voted, out to the poll. Who out voted? Of everybody who voted. Who voted? Fifty-three percent. Fifty-three percent of the people who voted um, uh, for Trump were were, were white. Fifty-three percent of voted. Fifty-three
1: <laughs> percent of white women who voted, <laughs> yeah, voted for Trump. Exactly. There you go. Fifty-three. I was percent. like so angry. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm do
0: your, I mean, and do I, do, do I hold women to higher standards? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: And you know, the, uh, everyone knows the media can skew, the media is, uh, can swing elections. It can really take a lot mm-hmm. of, uh, make a strong impression on people. Um, and I get that, but just everybody do your fucking research. i I read it. I, I spend at least two hours a day reading the news, every news, because no no news source is completely unbiased. Yeah, and for all the people who educate shot
0: yourself. Uh, on Hillary along the way um, and, and, and say that she pandered and stuff, you know, maybe think about why a woman who had such lofty goals would do that. And Samantha B. put together a really, really wonderful piece of journalism that we will certainly share with you. Not saying that you have to agree with whatever Hillary said. We're not saying that you think you have to think Hillary is a saint. But if you're if you are a woman and you truly felt Donald Trump was a better option than
1: Hillary Clinton, you need a moment of self-reflection. Absolutely. And one of the things that the Samantha B. P said was like after graduating um, Harvard, it was a mere years after women were allowed to kick credit cards. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's what the
0: fuck? Just really think of it. And, um, and for all of you who are sad right now, um, and who supported Hillary Clinton, like Christina and myself did, my mom had another great idea. Uh, she said, I'm going, she texted me today and she said, I'm going to write Hillary a thank you note. And it's, I know that sounds like what the fuck is like. And I, and I thought that was such a great idea. My mom has, uh, always encouraged me to write letters. And I've written so many letters to companies uh, seeking change or, or voicing my opinion. And you know what? So nine times out of 10, I get a response. Yeah. What it's just Thoughtfulness a- Thoughtfulness ro- is uh rare. Yeah. I, I, and just saying, this is something I am unhappy or this is something I am happy with. A lot, so often we voice our complaints, but I don't think enough times we voice our gratitude. Yeah. And I think this is a moment when- Hillary could really, really, really uh, use some support from other women. So whether you want to write her uh, a a note card, a a long letter, send her a postcard. If you have more money, send her flowers, a teddy bear, just something you can uh, write to her. Secretary Hillary Rodham Clinton at the Clinton Foundation, 1271 Sixth Avenue, 42nd floor, New York, New York one zero zero two oh that address will be in the description of the podcast i think it's a really great gesture and um just kind of uh paying it forward she she i I, if you don't want to admit this she paved the way she did
2: and so she did
0: she did the work of about 25 women yeah at least
1: yeah. 25 she busy women actually, uh, <laughs> made an effect in policy change when she was in her early career and taking a job that did not pay very much and fighting for the education rights of disabled kids. What a bitch. Also, I love the fact that in the Smith the BP's pointed out and I, and I knew this. I'd forgotten, though, Hillary, when she married Bill Clinton, refused to take his last name. And then right. when he ran for governor of Arkansas they interviewed her and they're like, you know, you're a very untraditional candidate yeah. that you won't take your husband's first name. And she's like, the look in her face is the look in every woman's face when they get a question like that. Like just, I don't know. I, I, I you see her in that, in that, in that seven minute segment, go from a,
0: from a fiery, uh, curly haired, Big glasses, wearing outspoken mm. woman to someone with her hair pulled behind her head in a singular beret, showing people in the White House a goddamn fucking Christmas tree. I I cannot when I I rem, I remember actually watching footage of Hillary Clinton fucking do that goddamn Easter egg roll on the, on the front of the White House lawn, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> I don't even, I don't know any woman whose time that nonsense is worth. What the fuck? Yeah. This is a bunch of fucking bullshit. Yep. Yeah. And, and we're mad. And if you're mad, that's great. Yet you get like one day, uh, to be sad, to cry and then pick yourself up and be the best fucking woman. You can be be outspoken and be kind to other women. Even women who are shitty to you, I cannot tell you how fucking important this is. We have kept each other down for too long. Yeah. And this is the result.
1: Yeah. And I get the, I, I'm assuming that the majority of people who voted for Trump want to throw a wrench in the political system. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I I'm get all it. for that. Yeah. My dad voted. Well, my dad. Just not a racist wrench. Yeah. You know, just don't. <laughs> Put the wrench, uh, you know, it's racist, misogynistic, homophobic, you know, want to take away rights. We need change.
0: Wrench. We agree with that. The yeah. political system isn't isn't great. And Hillary's
1: part of politics. The crime bill that Bill Clinton uh, enforced in his presidency was fucking awful. And Bill Clinton has said that. And Hillary Clinton has said that. They're like, yeah, that fucking that was awful. And it ruined people's lives. And it's like the the, the fact when somebody can fuck up so royally like that and, and recognize and apologize. That's something that I don't see often in politicians. You certainly don't see it in fucking Donald Trump. He hasn't apologized for shit.
0: And also we just have to, they've been in politics uh, almost all their lives. Both of them, both, both the Clintons, no matter what you think of them. And, And they, they're humans and they are allowed to make mistakes um and they are allowed to progress with the times if one more fucking person tells me Hillary wasn't I, it wasn't for gay rights when we were in high school yeah cuz that, that is would part have, of that would have been career suicide she needed Barack Obama was against gay marriage yeah she needed to not be for gay marriage so she could get to the top and when she got there she could be like hey guess what JK I am here. <laughs> I am Jinx. for gay marriage.
1: What the fuck? Hopefully, uh, be hopefully informed. we might see some of that from Donald Trump. I don't know. You never that know, that would be awesome. That yeah. would be awesome. I hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: we have to accept That he He, he did win Fair he and square According yeah. to the Electoral College Can't he do did. shit about that Hillary won the popular vote But this is the Where our system is set up And 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 Donald won In a quote rigged system But obviously I mean Obviously yeah, he system said the system is rigged. rigged
1: That's why he was so shocked When they when they were like Yeah, yeah you're gonna be the president He's like no way What Yeah because if the system Was rigged Hillary what Clinton would have won So he won fair and square And we all need to accept
0: that We need to accept that But we do not need to be uh, Happy with that We do, We do not need to be satisfied with that and when when and if the horrendous policies and promises he has made start coming to fruition we need to speak out we need to protest we need to say hey this isn't okay not okay
1: and that's not our guest today. Uh, the episode that we're going to do mm-hmm. this week, we're really excited. We wanted to, we're like, eh, still pick me up. Um, <laughs> this episode was recorded live at Caroline's on Broadway in New York city in front of a very sold out crowd of amazing people.
0: And it was part of the New York comedy festival. Yeah. It was our first time doing that. So exciting. Thank you, everybody, a part of it
1: for having us. It was but, really fun. Yes. I am so excited about this guest. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, He's a sex educator. He's a sex hacker. Uh, I've met him when I took a class at a, um, I call it a sex house, but he calls it a sex, sex positive intentional environment. I think that might be the one. That's a little wordy. He says it in the thing (laughs) he's one of the most amazing people i've ever met who has the knows everything about sex he's
0: very articulate he's yeah he's very positive he's very open
1: um so we talk to a few fuckers on stage and then we welcome our guests ladies and gentlemen give it up for the wonderful kenneth Kenneth Play. play i've been around for
3: way too long the heart is too weak but the coffee's too Isn't very shy He reminded me of the man I've known
2: podcast, Corinne Fisher and
1: Christina Hutchinson! I saw characters. Wow. This is fun. Hi. Oh my God, you guys. Thanks so much for coming out and selling out our show. This is so wonderful. I am hungover <laughs> as fuck. You know, you just don't keep track of how many drinks...
0: I mean, that's every time I drink, yeah.
1: Yeah, I usually keep track. And I didn't. It was so sweet. I was, I was at an event, and I was trying to, like, network. And Steven was like, I'll go play pinball so you can go, like, flirt, because no guys are talking to you right now, because I'm with you. And I was like, that is so considerate. I mm-hmm. love you. <laughs> I thought it was so nice. Selfie? Wow. <laughs> shameless. It's shameless. Right in me, the front row. going like this. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this
0: show is sold out, but look at our faces. Anybody, yeah, your
1: haircut says it all, So <laughs> Really into it? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> oh, you guys get baked chicken? Th- Damn. Oh, my God, and you're wearing a sweater. This is great. Yeah, I was like, what are, this is not our normal demographic.
0: What's happening Yeah, here? What, what was there? A- are you here to learn about consent? Because that's what it looks like.
1: <laughs> We're gonna be friends. No means harder, that's not true. What do you do for a living?
4: Oh, crazy.
0: Wow. (laughs) Don't throw him under the bus. His haircut does that for him. Yeah. You guys are fun. Oh my gosh. Oh wait I used to do this all night. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right. Oh,
1: okay. So at the beginning of these live recordings, I know if you guys listen to the podcast, I'm assuming you do. Uh we read emails. Just you stumbled into the guys <laughs> we fucked show. There was cartoons on the post, and I was like, guys we yeah. I apparently at uh, the last show we did the cause the it's the F-U-C-K is asterisk out. And they're like, I thought it was guys we fooled. And I was like, You're a fucking idiot. No. <laughs> That might be a more interesting show, though. (laughs) It's
0: a weird prank show. Fool Jeff, yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Gurian would be on that show, 100. Yeah. I'm gonna get fooled.
1: I love Jeffrey Gurian. Oh, um, d- shout out to does Jeffrey. Does anybody Gurian. in here want to come up on stage and ask a question about like a dilemma you're having? Yeah, not about us. This is not about, about us. you. For, God, this no. is the only time it's gonna be about you. Do you want to so come get up? Get out of your system now. Oh, nice and close. Yeah. very nice. Okay, Take you can go seat. next. Take a seat. Take a mic. Take a water. What's your name? Amanda. Take them right here.
4: Amanda. <laughs> nice.
1: What's up, Amanda? What's going on? Hey, girls. Hey. I'm Hi. I'm so happy
4: to see you guys. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> happy to have we're you. We're happy to have you, yeah. Okay, so my problem? Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> it this better be really you. bad, otherwise we're going to make fun of you, yeah. just so you know. She's like, I gotta change it now. (laughs) Don't change it.
1: Okay, I
4: want my promise. So, um, I date a lot of guys, right? But sometimes I feel like I'm wasting my time because I go on a few dates, you know, I get to know them, take time texting them, and then (laughs) they have a little dick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was this stage? (laughs) so when, the by the time happened. you see it, what do you do? Are you like, are you fuck, I texted, I took time I to text yes. you, and you have a little dick. Yeah. Is that what you said? That, that's what I think,
4: and then I'm okay, like, i like. Okay, good, because that's me. I gotta go. But and then it's like, and then I'll get judged if, you know, after the first couple texts, like, dick pic? You, you know? ask for dick, right, because you wanna no, make. No, I don't, because I oh. feel like I'm gonna get judged about it, but that's really what I'm thinking. Like, all right, you seem nice. Good job. You know you're funny. You're sweet. Blah blah. Would but you judge know? a girl
1: if she asked for a dick pic? Don't lie.
5: My husband has a huge.
1: D- oh shit. All right. I was gonna say wrong, wrong person. Wrong person. You wrong person. have a straight cousin. <laughs> I didn't want to
0: assume, but I kind of. I was like, oh. I, if that you makes couple, much I more sense, because I was like, no straight guy is, like, sitting in front row. The guys, eating like, eating a half of a baked well, chicken. There's a reason, though, because you want pussy, so...
1: Yeah, wait, would you get weirded out if a girl asked for a dick pic?
5: Wait, would I Don't do
1: lie. Would you weird weirded yeah, out? No. No, okay. you wouldn't think she's a slut. Well, would you Would you think and she's... If, I'm sorry, if a guy thinks you're a slut for asking for a dick pic, tell him to fuck off. That's yeah, stupid. That's stupid. That's However... Sorry, I like dicks. Like, don't you want that? Yeah, don't but I however, have... like, what if before you,
0: uh, like, went out with a girl, like, with someone went out with you, they were like, "Can I see a picture of you naked so I can make sure you're not wearing spanks and you're not fat?" You know, it's good point. It's kind of the same thing.
4: It's a little uh, shitty. But, but I could do something about wearing the spanks. I could go to the gym. I could work out. I wouldn't need the Spanx. He can't do that. Yeah, but about you're not going to, to no. before yes, the date. Can. Yes, he can
1: because he's got these. What the hell are you talking about? It. Oh, ooh, I look. <laughs> Oh, you saw that? Shit. Um, I licked the mic on accident. But um
4: so it's okay. There's other to ways ask for the dick pic or should I not? I mean, I don't
1: I mean he's You gotta feel not, it out. See, he said no. Oh well,
0: okay, Why? number one, he's not the co-host of the Guys We Fuck podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but secondly, listen, so if if it's something that's important to you, then I think it's okay to ask. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is, like, maybe don't be so obsessed with dick size and, like, more with, like, personality. Yeah, don't. Someone not hitting you. You know, <laughs> things like that. It's a plus. Because if you're what just going you off be. dick size.
4: Yeah. Like, how small is this? Like, do you need yeah. a huge dick? Or is this, like, no. someone with a problem? No, but I've, I've had, like, this bad luck. And it's like, come on, how I need to do something dicks? about this. I felt like the condom looked baggy. I don't know. Oh. I was like, what the fuck is that?
1: What? Oh, (laughs) all right. Well.
4: And then now I'm
1: traumatized. You're traumatized? (laughs) Jesus. Well, I'm I'm glad that's the worst thing that's ever happened to you. I have them under micro dick. Right. Multiple micro dicks. Yeah,
4: like micro dick Uh, one, micro dick two. But then I delete them.
1: So how many guys have had micro dicks that you've?
4: Oh, maybe like three or four.
1: Wow, yeah, that's, that's a lot sucks. of micro dicks. But also, but also, a guy—if a guy has a micro dick—I would also imagine there's a possibility that he is very skilled at, at going down on a girl or fingering a girl. No. And also, there's ways to combat, you know, having a small. <laughs> the crowd
0: discussing amongst themselves. They're like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's they're a like good that is point. actually true." Uh, I'm <laughs> that's very a good great at calling this. Uh, I will
1: prove it to you right now. <laughs> So I mean, your preferences are your preferences. I don't yeah. think it's wrong for you not wanting a micro dick. I don't think you're a bad person. <laughs> thank
4: you, thank you. Um,
1: but you know, you've, have you asked for in the past for dick pics and it didn't go well? Um,
4: okay, so I have asked for dick pics and then they say no. Like they'll send me a picture with just like you know. Well, the then the they're the not v. comfortable. But and then the ones, I, but and then I have asked for dick pics and they're like great dicks. But the ones who don't want to send them. I'm like, oh man, but I'm still intrigued. It's a mystery. And yeah. Then I go and I'm like, oh ah, shit. Fuck, I should I should have took the hint. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I don't send pictures of my naked body ever. And yeah, I got some neither. great stuff on so here. that's like a
4: double standard because if you ask <laughs> Yeah, you, you can't expect you a, that. Yeah. yeah. if you ask me to send you a picture of my boobs, I'll be like, "No, you got to wait for that." You know. See? Yeah.
1: He wants you yes, to wait. I just said standard, he, yeah. she, he can want you to wait to see his dick. It doesn't mean that it's a certain size, but, you know, just know, every girl knows there's a bargain that you take when the pants unzip and you're like, what am I in for? <laughs> exactly. We'll see. Exactly. You know? And, and so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's part of the fun, kind of. Yeah, Even when it's, it's like bad, a, you're like, oh, well, I was
0: entertained. Yeah, it's like <laughs> unwrapping mystery chocolates or something. <laughs> you know, there's other value besides, like, getting good dick, like having a good laugh.
4: Not Honestly. in front of
0: him,
1: privately.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank
1: you. <laughs> don't do that. That's right. Yeah, so don't laugh at people's faces. Yeah. Okay. All right. Does that help a little?
4: Mm, I don't know. I think I still to. Why might try don't you just ask, what's
1: your dick
0: like? And if, like, maybe, you know, they could either have a funny response. Like, people are pretty open about that. And it's a little less aggressive than, like, dick pictures, please. Your dick. <laughs>
4: no.
0: Right. Well, you guys can do that. You well, I mean, there is. What was that site that review
1: Lulu? Yeah, is that yeah. still up? Is that still going? No, it got taken. I think it turned a little mean, which of course it did.
0: Yeah. Well, everyone's yeah. mean. Men's are monsters. Guys, um, you know, just so you know, like feminism is fun. We're all talking about, you know, how evil men are, but you guys are bitches too. So <laughs> <laughs> women are women can
1: be pieces of shit too. You know, and are all feminism. pieces of shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, cool.
4: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very <laughs> much thank for you coming up and
1: chatting with us. Um
0: person over there, just be honest, whoever that was, will take, will, whoever you were over there. Yeah, come up
1: on stage. But I pointed to before. Do you before. ask for dick pics, Corinne, or?
0: Do I have what? Do you ask for dick pics, or do you? N- uh, no, you I get them. People just send them to me, but I've never asked for one. Never?
1: No. You just got the face that's like, I'm going to send this girl a dick pic.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think it's my face. I think it's my personality. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless my face like, looks like Come a on penis. Up. <laughs> Come up. <laughs> Hi. Hi. What's your name?
6: Um, my name is Shannon.
0: Shannon. Hi. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Is Was this also a cock-size related problem or?
6: No, no, no. It's a different kind okay. of. It's not a problem so much as an outside opinion might be cool. needed. I'm yeah. Just, gonna, just yeah. closer than my thing. Close.
0: Oh, boy. I don't like the rest of this going. <laughs> Uh okay. An outside was- opinion might be no. needed.
6: No, it, 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 it's, it's not like settling an argument, it's just curiosity. Okay. You know, on, in, on a subject. Um, so, I have a long distance, not a long distance, a long term relationship. It's pretty great.
1: It's so, you really wish good. it was long distance?
6: <laughs> it, was Freudian. And it was the worst thing ever. Okay. So, okay. it's not anymore, and it's great. Cool. And, like, sex is A. like... All the time, mm-hmm. it's great. It's awesome. Um,
0: and uh, <laughs> that person here, he
6: likes her to laugh. And um, <laughs> go on. Um, but uh, recently, I've been unemployed, and so like stressed out, not sleeping yeah. so great. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, um, and he's got a pretty stressful job. So sometimes at night, it's like I gotta go to sleep, and I respect that. No means no. You just move on with your life. Right. right. It does yeah. Mean no, Yeah. Consent works both ways. Yes. Yes. Got to lay off. And so, so sometimes if you wake up, say it's 3 a.m. in the morning, and you're tossing and turning, you want to go back to sleep, you got a job interview the next day, and your partner's asleep, and you don't want to wake him up because he's actually got to go to work and do stuff and make yeah. a difference.
2: <laughs> is
6: there a problem with, like, helping yourself to sleep? Jerking off. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: No. no.
6: While the other person's in the bed no. sleeping? No. No problem. Yeah, <laughs>
0: this was so easy. This was the easiest question we've ever yeah. gotten. No, I did absolutely that not last
1: no night. No problem. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. That's but have you asked him about? I mean, he's not gonna. No. Do, so you, I, do you use a vibrator or no? No, no. I it, was do. Like, it, was, it was
6: just like I'm. So I'm. I'm on the other side of the bed to where the vibrator draw is. So I wasn't oh, gonna like sucks. climb over him. Like I was Dude, trying to put make it hear.
1: under your fucking pillow. Yeah, Duh. that's a good idea. That's yeah, I. Do. I was just
6: trying to make sure he got a good night's sleep. I didn't want to bother him. That's sweet. And, I was, you and know, sometimes me, I was, you go on the couch
1: if you I, feel like you're gonna bother. I
6: was like quiet and like you know. I, I we already said it was
1: fine. I don't think that's. Yeah. <laughs> but you feel very guilty for some but, but, reason. But but, but I, if if. If James started jerking off while you were sleeping... He, he has, up. and it was fine. Okay, okay. Yeah. I just want to... We've both done it. Like, it really doesn't bother me. Yeah, if, I, like...
0: if I was asleep and he wake me, woke me up and he's like, I can't sleep, fuck me, I would be like,
1: Fuck, fuck you! <laughs> wow. That would be the that worst.
0: Is. Oh, okay. my God, my contact just fell out. I was so aggressive about that. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs>
0: Do you want me to hold your mic? God damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I did it last night, and it's... Steven, you were mad, right? You didn't hear it. No. <laughs> Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. He's okay. cool. Yeah. And so, like, I guess an addendum is, like, if
6: they're, like, playing video games and you're bored, is that okay? Like Just
1: start masturbating right next to them and see what happens.
6: Yeah, that's a good idea. So, honestly,
1: sometimes, like, Stephen will do that and I'll be like, well, now I want to fuck, so you got your wish. There you go, yeah. And it's kind of nice. All
6: right. Well, thanks. Yeah.
1: I hope you get Thank a job soon. Yeah. I mean that in a good way. I'm not, like, i <laughs> being a fucking job. Like, no, seriously. Good luck on your job search. Thank you. Thanks for coming and talking with us. Thank you. For Give it up for her. Is your contact okay? Um, no, it's okay. Thank you, though. That's very nice. Uh, round of applause. She just offered me eye drops, guys. Oh, what a nice person. i never felt better. Um, okay. So I don't. I th- I th- talked about this very briefly on one of the podcast episodes that Stephen and I took a sex class at a sex house. Did I say that? I think I said that on the podcast before. Um, we I don't know
0: if it. I don't know if it was clear that it was a sex house because I it didn't was know
1: that. A sex house. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like the real world, but a sex house. It <laughs> is a town. Ta- is anyway. I took this class. It was all day long with this woman named Dr. Jana and this uh, gentleman named Kenneth Play. And it was so interesting and informative. And one of the uh, things that Kenneth had touched on was sometimes he teaches seminars where he'll like make girls... like he says every girl can square... We'll ask him when he comes up. He's right. Our best. Um, but yeah. Um, And so he's a sex educator, he's a sex hacker. I don't know what the fuck that means, but we're gonna ask him. Uh, (laughs) And he co-founded this sex house, Hacienda Villa. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest, Kenneth Kenneth Play!
0: Play. (laughs) Hi Kenneth, how are you? Hello and right. and just be careful there's like a little hole that we were warned about okay. that your chair could fall in by the fest so oh. I didn't know that <laughs> so that was exciting I didn't know
5: I got to fall into a hole Yeah already. you could fall
0: into
1: a hole <laughs> So nice jacket I just want to you know comment on that in front of everybody because I feel like everyone's thinking it so I'm going to say it um, it's so nice to have you here Thank you Um and are you wearing the clit ring
5: Yes wearing the clit Is that
1: ring. that's like a new isn't that a new thing that the clit now is that big inside of you or something? No, like I a just new dis- like latest to increase discovery? a
5: little a c for everyone, right?
1: <laughs> wow. wow. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things that you told me you did, you mentioned it in the class, you didn't do it in the class, but is every woman can squirt.
5: Do you have this theory? Um, no. I think um, no. not everybody okay. needs to squirt, and you do not win a medal if you could squirt. Right, but, but it's possible. But it's possible. That's what I'm, yeah. I think many women could have that experience, but um, I think the media kind of overhype squirting, you know? Well, that's for danger. And it's also not an orgasm for most people. It's a different sensation and experience, but some women could um, have an orgasm, Accompanying the squirting experience, so it depends. But I do think that if anyone who's interested in having a new sensation or ex- a sexual experience is worth exploring, because I don't think most manual sex or finger banging, most people are stimulating. Um, is that bottom. an educational the, term? <laughs> the, 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 G spot, the G spot in the right velocity on the right angle. So, so I like teaching. Jesus. Techniques.
1: I feel like you know more about my vagina than I do, and that's very disturbing, but also a fact, so what am I gonna do? Um, How did you go from being born to fingering women on stage to show people how women can squirt? (laughs) Like, what happened in between there?
5: Well, that's kind of a long story, but this is how I actually start most of my presentation. My name is Kenneth Play, and I have an average-sized penis.
0: Nice. Yeah you do. <clears throat> Again, and why, I why, know, why why do we
5: start with that? I think is is it's kinda terrible to reduce sexuality into what our genital looks like, how big our genital is, or reduce it to just function. Hear that? <laughs> <laughs> or reduce it just to function, like how long can we fuck? Can we get a dick hard on time? Or <laughs> you know, how wet we are and you know, if we could have ten thousand orgasm we could squirt. So I grew up with a lot of sexual insecurity growing up um uh, Asian-American, you feel really sexually invisible, you know, and our sexuality is so underrepresented. So um, I had a much longer teaching background in the fitness industry, and it kind of taught me how to, like, you know, work on myself and change other people's lives. And when I jump into the sex-positive community, it, it changed my sex life forever. And I thought originally, you know, getting fit would get me lay and, you know, get me more confident and did not really do that. I, I, I was able to talk to more people and have a little bit more confidence, but I was overcoming all my sexual insecurity that actually helped me connect with people. So, right, because so having six-pack
1: yeah. has nothing to do with it being helped. able to walk to Cindy and be like, hey, I want to ask but you it does, to dinner.
5: The external stuff doesn't actually change your internal experience. So, you know, sometimes you, when you watch... Point performers, right? They look like they're having incredible sex on screen. They might not feel that good, actually, while they're doing it. So I had, I had four girls give me a blowjob at one time. I was thinking, what? and, and I was thinking, wow, this is like every man's dream, but I thought that blowjob was kind of terrible. So, <laughs> so on a uh, technique you level. You finally so. get your dick sucked by four chicks at <laughs> once and so you're not happy. Cool. <laughs>
1: No, just kidding. Well, that does sound kind of hard. How can four girls blow one dick?
5: Exactly, it's not very functional.
0: (laughs) The other three are like right, because like towards the end consistency is so key, and then you keep switching. Mm, Oh, it's so annoying. I got that. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, what? what, Like, what? What are your parents? Who are your parents? Like, what are they
1: like? (laughs) Well, yeah. What what are your parents? What do they do, I
5: have a very typical Asian mom that still kind of confused about what I do, but. um...
1: That's
4: a stereotype I, yeah, about yeah, Asian yeah, moms.
5: Yeah, yeah, But it's actually interesting talking to my mom about sexuality and the lack of education in her generation and kind of relate to her a little bit better about, like, not knowing anything. And then you just get basically their, you know, default package from society. Like, this is what sex should look like. Uh, and we always mix romance with sex, right? Our sexual desire have to mix with romance. And for some of us... <laughs> after um, coming to the Hooking Up Healthy. Um, uh, I was like, why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> um, that uh, sexual desire doesn't necessarily have to mix with our you know, romantic desire. So, so I think having a, um, more of a dialogue or a conversation with my mom really helped. Um, and still, I think she just think it's funny, and 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 it's kind of weird that like my assistant recently just it, like I was teaching a squirting workshop, and she invited she invited everyone on my Facebook list, and guess who's oh, on my list? Your mom. My mom. Invited, like, no! Your mom got invited to your squirting <laughs> was, workshop. Like, oh my god. Oh. Did she
1: decline or did she say maybe? <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> did she call you and she was like, can
5: uh, she's, she's used to it by now did she yeah. give you
1: a sex talk did she kind of uh, arm you with the knowledge of sex before mm-hmm. you actually no, tried it no she's
5: always said don't do it too much because <laughs> you, you lose your chi and stuff so I was like what what the fuck <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason why oh not to do God. it too
0: much well I mean that was a better reason than I've heard other people give so losing your chi is alright uh, <laughs> I'll take it wait does your mom know what squirting is
5: <laughs> oh I God. never asked
0: you never asked and I
5: don't talk about like the sex parties or the more scandalous things with her I, right. I focus more on the education side and, and but it's funny when she comes to my house she's like what is this it's, you know I have a big sex page <gasps> oh, hanging at, at my in, house yeah. Yeah. and
1: the basement has poles, poles. stripper poles and then poles. she's like on
5: the pole she's like Trolling, can you take a picture <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> okay, oh mom, mom.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, mom a... get off the stripper pole <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That house is crazy. That mm-hmm. house is a, so beautiful. uh oh, thank you. It's yeah. I was telling everybody it's like a real world house, and you live in that house.
5: I live in that house. Yes. With
1: t- twelve other people, or a, a I, certain number. We have 14, of, uh,
5: fourteen residents member. Yeah. And 14. they each
1: have their own bedroom. They
5: have their own bedroom. Yes.
1: And they're there to work and fuck. I mean, you know, they. because ha- I remember asking them, I'm like, do you guys like have a job? And they're like, yeah, I don't just have sex all day. I'm like, okay, because that's kind of what I
5: thought. No. Because <laughs> it- you're living in a house that's like, here's condoms, here's
1: a pole, here's some lube,
5: here's a hot tub. Well, most people don't know that we actually don't fuck each other. It's a house policy. So I think our individual uh, sex life is epic enough that we don't have to do it at home. It also <laughs> makes it less sustainable for a, you know, a relationship that long term. And so...
1: Have people at so yeah, because obviously there's a need for that rule. Then I'm assuming somebody it didn't work out in the past. When like, has that people? rule been broken? No, no, no. It seems uh, like
5: it's been broke. Like, actually, no. Are you sure?
1: How do you ta- um, Wait, it's, it, it's
5: not, it's also not a rule. It's strongly discouraged. Oh, it's not, oh uh, fuck but that. however, however, we, we don't fuck each other, but we could teamwork a lot. So it's really easy to have a gangbang or a threesome <laughs> if we want to work it out. How where many, we partnership. Yeah, how
1: many gangbangs you have in like a month? You personally. It's Kenneth been a Blair. little
5: bit more lately because it's because um, there was our thrillist article that was written by um, um, Grant, who I'm writing a book with, and we talk about how to set up a gangbang. So
1: how uh, do you set up a gangbang?
5: It was for his uh, it was for his girlfriend, and it was her uh, his girlfriend's request to set up a gangbang for her birthday. Yeah. So we talked about how how we do it intentionally, and 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 you know the guys you know talk about it we talk about consent you know what we prefer Was what is our heart limits our safe words what and- were the
1: safe words i'm just
5: curious <laughs> Red, because it's, you know, red. Rent? red, Red. Oh. Red, i
1: <laughs> I'd be like, and I'm done, okay. Uh, Rent. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my same word.
5: But, wow. um, yeah, so, but it was, it was really interesting to do it in a very female-centric kind of, you know, way. And most people think gangbang is for, like, the guys, you know, working together. But it's really, you know, yeah. we're just in service. And the best part of that whole gangbang. My dick is in service to you. It was halftime when she said she wanted a break. And she told us to line up right across and oh, do a yeah. helicopter together for her for her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so with your dick. she's like, yeah, yeah. She's like, like, all
1: right, now you guys, I want your helicopter that, that, for me
5: real that, quick.
1: That. What a G, I yeah, like her.
5: She's OG, yeah.
1: Wow, that's fun.
0: <laughs> so wait, her boyfriend was at the gangbang yes, too, right? Yes, there's five
5: of us. There's five of us. And Ooh, did she
0: hand select yeah. who she wanted to be a part of it? She hand selected
5: because she has like a fit boy fetish, so it's like a castle three hundred. So.
0: World oh plans. wow! There cast- was—I'm the, sorry. There was a casting for the gang no, no, bang. No, no. no.
5: Um,
0: oh, the cast of 300, 300 the, the movie. movie. Oh,
1: <laughs> I thought you had 300 guys that you I had to fucking audition. What? I'm like, Jesus Christ! I forgot that him. was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Me too.
0: But I get—I get the reference now. Okay. So wow. she just had
1: five fit dudes fuck her, and then helicopter their dicks for her. Yep. She's a queen.
5: Yep. She's a queen. <laughs> She's a queen. Wow.
1: And do you like? What are your fetishes?
5: What are my fetishes? I love giving people new experiences. I, like, Aww. first time. I do. <laughs> it's I do. It's, my, it's my It's my kink. Um, that's why I do a lot of the warehouse parties and, and different mainstream parties lately. And So I set up a kink room. and. So these are sex yeah, parties, yeah. right? No, no, listen, not, not sex oh. party. Mainstream, warehouse, like, burner, art, <laughs> dance party. That. Because I think it's a big commitment for people to show up to a sex party. It's not like, I'm just going to go there. So... Um, and it's hard to get into some of them, right? So um, some of those mainstream party people could come up and if they've never been spanked properly, I could do a really quick sex ed class there and I could rotate a group of people and they get to try things, be suspended or be spanked or I could teach you know, uh, a partner how to do it to each other. So it was really wow. fun. And like, it's a, like a touch of you know, that experience.
1: So people aren't being spanked properly? <laughs> like what's a shitty spank look like? <laughs>
5: You know, it's, it's, it's also tricky because I don't think most people know how to, like, they don't have the language yet to read each other. So, yeah. so if a woman really enjoy being hit but she had that personality, likes to provoke, she's like, you pussy, hit me harder, you know? And the guy don't know how to interpret that energy because a lot of it is that you want to provoke so you be put into your place, right? But if we get that as a feedback, we, most guys just turtle because we go like, oh shit, what am I doing? So either they hit too hard or they get scared. So I was teaching each other how to read each other's language, right? And then, and how to act accordingly is, yeah. is, is the fun wow. part. So it's That education. was a really
0: nice way of saying, don't yeah. be a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> don't <laughs> give your girlfriend a
5: black guy. You know. yes.
0: So wait, uh, um, <clears throat> uh, no, I think before we go any further, I just want to kind of like address what I think is the elephant in the room. Like, I, as a strong woman, anytime a guy is like, uh, let me tell you about your vagina, I, I roll my eyes. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I just assume that this sex bird just wants to bang a bunch of chicks. So when people come come to you with that kind of an attitude how do you make them trust you good
5: question i don't know well i don't i don't self-proclaim to be an expert i think i'm still a student of sex you know i was Mm -hmm. lucky and fortunate to have a lot of really good mentor in this industry that taught me a lot of different uh techniques and also my 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 personal preference is to have a very diverse view, so I learn stuff from the kink community, from the sexy community, from the tantra community, Mm -hmm. but um, I think, you know, I think everybody has a unique uh, body and what makes them pleasurable, what arouses them, so I think it's more of a discovery process versus, like, I have this master skill and I want to show it to you, but I think... Um, teaching people more on the relational skills, like how to connect, how to have a language to ask for what you want, mm-hmm. is something more magical than, you know, I could do this thing, you know? Right.
1: So. You're so right. Because <laughs> pick-up, you don't have an ego like that. Like, a pickup artist, I fucking, usually I don't like those people because they have a fucking ego about them. And then their their way, their art in picking up is just insulting people and then being like, yeah, you weak bitch, you want to go on a date with me now? Like, it's like, <laughs> right, it's so weird and... <clears throat> I know some women enjoy that or, or, or like that but I'm like ah just so I, yeah you're the ego that you don't have that that's just like exciting
5: Well, it's actually interesting. I was writing a blog article with Grant. I mean, he was asking me for some content. And I was talking about three men's group out in the world. So there's the men's right group. So those are like the angry, boo, right? Those are the angry feminist version of men, right? On that version. You're not wrong. And then (laughs) there's the pickup artist group, which is basically trying to game the system that we have, right? Like how to game the system, how to deal with what we have. And then there's another men's group that are basically, um, I'm done with women. I don't want to have any association women. all women are bad but oh. I they don't actively hate but they just avoid right mm-hmm. they want to be alone but there's a I think there's a fourth um, uh, group of men out there who are actively kind of you know breaking down the tradition the system that we have right now and I think it I think the way that we trying to create their um, sex positive culture is by not a uh, equality model where we're trying to be equal but I think a more of an equity model where we're trying to um, give a lot of our power, encourage women to give more power, and, and in, in this magical way that we, we could create a space where women feel safe, right, mm-hmm. and to don't feel shame about their sexuality, and feel perfectly okay walking around in lingerie and coming to a sex party, everybody's happy and everybody have more sex because of that. So Yeah, because so well, we yeah, you feel yeah. comfortable in and your own body, because yeah. the environment
1: mm-hmm. you're in is comfortable.
5: So I think empowering women to celebrate their sexuality is actually the I mean, for me, that is the most joy and the best sex that I have because, you know, you hear that, when you're dude? surrounded by empowered women, right, it's delicious.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. That was very good. We should clap for him. That was very good. Well, it's so funny. It's so ironic to me because when, when I've had very... Few experiences, but I've had experiences where a guy, you reject me, calls you a slut, or you move too fast, then he wanted a movie, calls you, a sl- and it's so ironic because I'm like, don't you want to fuck? Because that ain't gonna get us the fuck. Yep. It's so confusing to me. Mm-hmm. But maybe they hate themselves. I don't know. Now, what's a
0: relationship like for someone who is a sex educator? How is it, how is it different than just a person in finance um, having a relationship? Oh, you ate your whole chicken, wow.
5: I mean, I didn't, I didn't grow up like, you know, when I was five. I grew, I grew, when I grew up, I want to be a sex educator. I kind right. of fall into my lap. But life is a little different. Sometimes I don't even like to talk about what I do at, like, random dinner party because everybody starts asking us, you know, you know the feeling. People just start asking you questions. Oh, I know the feeling. Is, oh yeah. Is it, is it, is it, is it normal? giving
1: blues, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> um, um, but it's been really fulfilling, and I think it's still a... It's, it hasn't really hit the mainstream culture yet, mm-hmm. you know, where sex education is not... You know, if a guy going to a sex class... They will feel like they are incompetent versus they're bettering themselves, right? So so that is the the <laughs>
1: We gotta oh.
5: <laughs> Right? Because we, ha- we we've been taught that, you know, you should be naturally good at sex, which is kind of crazy. Like we were all born hungry, but not everyone knows how to cook, right? So Yo,
1: that's a good line. Kenneth play! He, you blew his mind. You blew his fucking mind. Mm. That's so true. (laughs) We're all going home and fucking after this, damn.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, but like, a, like a, rom- a personal romantic relationship, because I obviously sometimes, like with us, we go host this podcast, and people, well, you know, for me, I was single when we started this, and people were certainly hesitant to date someone who talked about sex uh, and promiscuity so openly, uh, because they thought I was to like hard to trust or just dirty, you know, other fun things. Or, yeah. So, <clears throat> how do you like? How do you explain? Are you heterosexual or?
5: Just no, I'm heterosexual. Okay, I, I, I like a lot of teamwork with men. I just don't like sex directly with men.
0: Right. So then, how do you explain to a woman like on a date like what like that what you do and how do you and then you, that you live in a sex right? House. That's pretty. Yeah, that's cool. a well, lot. That's a well, Tinder well, date. Luckily,
5: dating is different in my with my life currently because we get a lot of referral sex. So it's different. What? Like people.
1: What? What's, that? What's referral sex?
5: Referral sex is when someone, like another girl, would like, send their girlfriend, "Oh, you should fuck him more." Like one of my guy friends has a lover, and go like, "Oh, you should play with Kenneth too." So, right. So, so, right. So, but I think sex life and our, uh, my romantic life is a little different. So, yeah, um, I practice ethical non-monogamy. So. You know, some people, I I don't like the label as much because I think it's more of an adaptive attitude. So, poly meaning you have to fall in love with a lot of people every, you know, or more than one person at a time. Mm -hmm. And for me, is that I'd rather be a little bit more flexible because I think in different stages of my life, I will have different needs. So, I guess if I'm in my teens and 20s, I want, you know, you want to fuck a lot of, for me, I want to fuck a lot of people and not have a more committed romantic relationship. And in my mid 30s now, you know, um, you start thinking about your life a little differently about partnership, and then and you see the swinger community, which has helped a lot more people in their forties and fifty. Those are people who <laughs> went for their their marriage, right? The yeah. traditional life, like, fuck and this. they have kids, <laughs> and they go like they got a little bored, so now they want to fuck other couples. Swingers are yeah.
1: old, always older, like my parents' age or something. So I'm mm-hmm. like, what? It, what did it take to get you to finally be into doing that? Like when you're forty or fifty, and you wake up and you're like, ugh. Can but we it's, switch?
5: It's, it's fascinating. I, I, I work for this uh, boutique travel company where we travel to bucket list locations around the world. And then you see people have been swinging for like 30, 40 years and they're wow. still fucking doing it hard on like <laughs> 70s. And, and I think it's pretty incredible to celebrate your relationship in that way where they get their sexual needs met, right? Yeah. And they're still very committed and very loving and have their family and very traditional life. So I think it's sort of, sort of a life hack. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, you're a sex hacker. You said.
5: (laughs) Yes, so hacking. So I do not hack into your phone and see your dick pic or your booby pics, right? (laughs) Um, I think sex hacking is about creating, you know, offering really clever, simple solutions to some tricky problem. So, uh, like, for example, a lot of people. (laughs) So, for example, um, a lot of people here, maybe some of you, have a struggle telling your partner what you like. Right, Like, how do you tell your partner what you like, and it's very difficult. But we have all, so I teach this game called the Pledger Loop, right? How many of you are here with someone? Would you play with me? Wanna play with me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you have a partner, raise your hand. I see you, yeah, I see partner, if you you have a friend. Now, if you ask your partner to scratch your back right now, and I want you to imagine there's a spot on your body right on your back that is really itchy and needs to be scratched, and I want you to tell your partner to scratch it. And I want you to move your body to where they want to be scratched and do it. And you can say higher, lower, a little harder. Now go, find, tell your partner to scratch it. Do it. Try this it. is the
0: portion find of the, the spot, show where you scratch your partner's back. And yeah. get them to for, scratch for it
5: good until you feel it. Do now it. Now feedback, though. you got to go, it feels good right there A moan or whatever you gets like, you. What the fuck is happening? What the fuck is happening on this podcast? <laughs> See, but we have this skill set to let someone know what we like, but we don't have the language in the bedroom. So oh, that's a good yeah, point you yeah. just
1: made by doing yeah. an activity. I like that. <laughs> wow. So, a sex... Ha- yeah, learning better communication. Yeah, learning better communication. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like it's, it's so weird. We talk about sex... To everyone except the person we're
5: fucking. Exactly. <laughs> and I have
1: no problem telling my girlfriend, like, he just, I wanted him to do this, and then it's like, well, tell him, you know?
5: But something is as simple as saying, you know, instead of, like, you ask your partner, is this good? And they have this, like, blank stare on their face, <laughs> and they don't know what to say at that moment, like, asking better question, Do you want it harder or softer? Do you want more? Yeah. Right, So people actually know how to answer you <laughs> And then you know what to do with the answer Higher or lower You know how to respond to it So asking yeah. asking better questions is a simple Don't hack not just be
1: know. like do it better Do like,
5: it better <laughs> <laughs> Horrible note Ow
1: <laughs> Ow good or not ow bad <laughs>
5: um,
0: What kind of advice do you have For couples who have very different Sexual needs or likes Like say hypothetically, like, I'm a person who, like, really likes getting hit um, and my partner feels uncomfortable hitting me Mm -hmm. hard enough. Like, what would you say?
5: I think the... I don't uh, know what all the
0: laughter is about, guys. We really have to be a little bit more grown up about sex.
5: (laughs) I think it really depends. You know, I think the pressure to to feel like you have to be 100% sexually compatible with the partner you have is a really stressful thought, right? Mm-hmm. So if you could, I think when a couple could come together and realize that you don't have to be compatible on yeah. every aspect of your sexuality, mm-hmm. will give some room for growth in the first place. And if both, if just say one person is more dominant and, 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 and wants to hit and one person, both of you wants to hit, it's not gonna be that fun, right? Just
1: hit each other all
5: night. Right? <laughs> So, I think think finding sexual compatibility is really important. And if you don't have that sexual compatibility, if you're able to have a conversation, having some of those um, um, needs met by someone else, if they're open to it's also... Or you could actually choose not to have those itch tickle, right? Because um, if you have that sexual desire but it will ruin your relationship, you could go like, maybe we just don't do that with each other, you know, or that's something that I just don't do. So, and people sometimes are willing to compromise and give up on those things. For sure. But able to, but finding um, compatibility is more of a conversation than a dialogue first. And if you're not really into it, you don't have to do it. But I think it's important to try things, so.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay just go home and be like
5: hit me harder James Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but go to a class you know let someone else do the teaching I think is really important sometimes because it helps where do we find classes you You can find it on (laughs) (laughs) Kennethplay.com
0: True, wow. True. Crazy. True. How convenient. No. But how do you, like, so how, like, I think the, the notion of going to a sex class for a lot of people, myself included, is like not appealing. So how, if you're, if you're trying to sell me on this, what, besides the educational benefits that I would get from it, like, how can you make me not like kind of creeped out by this?
5: I was actually really surprised because when I was teaching the play lab format, so a play lab is, if you can imagine, like sort of like a hybrid of a TED talk to a yoga class. So I give a TED talk first, right? The lecture part and those, their um, intellectual understanding. Then I normally do a demo. I show people the technique. It could be like female ejaculation or anal. I do it to my model first and show it. You yeah, have anal sex? Yes. So yes. Can sure. uh, yes. you make square? Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> and then they're. Um, <laughs> Um, and then the third is that I let people practice like a yoga class. So you start with different poses, so different technique, and you do one by one, but not with the entire class. You have your partner, and you do it one at a time. In the beginning, I thought New York, would, people would go crazy, you know, to a, a event space in Bushwick, right, and try right. that kind of class. But I was really surprised how comfortable people get because they realize it's really about the education. And also, in some way, that... I know uh, most people will not just show up to my class, so I've been doing a lot of live, uh, Facebook live and show part of my presentation, so people get to get experience online first mm-hmm. and I, I give a lot of, I give away a lot of content. I do this um, pay what you can model so more people have access to my work Sure, so we, on my website there's a lot of free content, so you could watch it first and get to see what it's like before you make that decision so so
1: people just have anal so in these classes. Mm-hmm. The couples will just go off and just stick No, it they're in the not butt. going
5: off. They do it like a yoga class. So they all But how does how everyone you have do a anal? I mean, what's the difference between I mean, you,
1: like do you go through the steps of like take off your underwear and then everyone takes off their underwear. All right, yeah, whoever actually... wants to get it up the ass bends over and then whoever wants to get up the ass bends over. But then you can't just stick the dick in.
5: You could, well, you can practice a lot of manual sex first. I think learning with your hands is really important because you have more sensitivity and more control, yeah. right? So I think also anal play. Like most, you, you, you. This is a question that I get get asked a lot. How do I get my girlfriend to try anal sex?
1: <laughs> yeah. Right, think yeah. Think about it. How do
5: I get? And I have If you have know. answer, be good at everything else first, right? Oh, that
1: is That's such a, great answer. a good answer. <laughs>
0: You're not <laughs> he loves this.
1: I love it. You're not going to let someone who's
5: bad at fingering
0: oh, like, steal yeah, yeah, your in yeah. oh. your butt. No, that, you That's don't. That's so smart.
1: You haven't <laughs> earned it yet.
5: But there's, like, you know, there's PNF stretching for your anus, which most people don't know. Like, what? don't know that? that technique. Like, so PNF stretching is similar. Like, I used to be a personal trainer first, Right. So you learn how to stretch your hamstring by like you push against <laughs> someone stretching you, mm-hmm. and then you relax and they, it allows your muscles to stretch a little bit more. Yeah. So you could do that with your anus too, and most people don't know how to do that. So I like teaching that technique to learn how to have more anal control.
1: How how? Tell can you tell us, or do I have I to mean, be like I, naked with?
5: Maybe you, okay, okay. I on kind of tell right. So this is imagine this is butthole. Right? Can you guys see?
0: Oh, I can't wait till we release this and you everyone release, at home is oh, dying. Huh. He's, he's clenching his fist. Okay, guys. so
5: this is the anus. Yeah. You rub it a little bit first. Uh. Get it going. And make sure you are, so if you're touching, it doesn't matter if it's male body or female body, you want that person to be aroused and turn on. It's not like, honey, drop your pants and go touch your asshole, right? <laughs> so you want it, and sometimes having, for, for a female body, you might be having orgasm first would really help right? Loosening things up and getting yeah, into uh-huh. the, in the game. Mm. Same thing for guys like edge, do a little edge play, right? Mm. So get them up to almost coming. Don't let them come and then play with it, but it helps your m- arousal is key. So you start rubbing it a little bit, right? Yeah. And then make sure you have a lot of loop, right? And yeah. wear a glove. Wear a latex glove or whatever glove that you like. Do you have to uh, wear glove? Like a winter glove? Like a, yeah. like a winter glove? Like a mitten? Yeah. The one that you can still play with your iPhone. Oh! <laughs> Um, You got jokes, Kenneth. Come on. So (laughs) what you want to do is you want to press on their anus opening just a little bit first. Right? And then, (laughs) listen, and then you ask your partner to squeeze, right? Like squeeze your butthole? Squeeze your butthole like you try not to poop, right? (laughs) Like you're trying You push against when they're squeezing and when they relax, that moment you tell them to relax, that's when you slip your (gasps) finger in a little bit. (laughs) right (laughs) so your first everyone's butthole's just yeah (laughs) everybody do it with me i gotta have i gotta have your (laughs) podcast where everyone in the world squeeze their butthole together ready yeah 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 Uh, that was a very beautiful
1: connective moment you guys i'm
5: so everybody squeeze your butthole i'm doing it yeah and now relax ah (sighs) uh, good okay once your finger is about inch in like a little bit a a quarter of an inch to an inch what you do is you ask your partner to squeeze as tight as they can but you pull down on one direction. You hold it for seven seconds and tell them to relax. Oh. When they relax, it will open up and <gasps> you stretch it. <gasps> oh my god. And then
1: Any asshole can yeah, do that?
5: Yeah, then you can do that. And then you oh do that god. again on all four sides. So you squeeze oh. seven seconds, relax, and then uh. squeeze, and then mm. relax. So you do all four sides. And by and the time they ass finish asshole. with the four sigh they will feel more connected with their anus, right? So they feel right? And then you I have more be anal wrong with control. My anus. <laughs> and then when you tell them to squeeze and relax, you could actually feel and then when you it, when you want to do any type of manual sex or be penetrated, then you could feel and you could work with that language because now you guys could loop together, right? So yeah. so that's one of the anal sex hack.
1: Wow. Damn it,
0: Kenneth,
4: you did it again.
0: I think this is the only New York Comedy Festival show that
1: had Has that sex bonus. <laughs> <laughs> So um, please, me write and about a giant it. group of people squeeze our buttholes together all at the same time. Yeah, so yeah. what you did it
5: this afternoon? We learned the something. butthole episode.
1: <laughs> have you? Do you have boundaries in your personal sex life? Like things you won't do? Like I feel like you don't, but everyone I'm does. Not really
5: into medical play, so it's oh, thing. God name.
0: damn it! That's the one thing I May, needed maybe, advice. Maybe
5: <laughs> maybe a little bit needle play. I, I could Blood try that. Or I I seen the craziest uh, medical play because What's med-
1: is it just like you got a bunch of medical instruments no, no, and you're like no. let's play with it? No no oh, no no no. So I don't know anything. This guys. might
5: this 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 might be a little little like trigger warning. This is this might be a little gross. We don't do wrong. those. Nah, they so they know
0: what they oh, fucking yeah. up
5: all sign up for. They sign up for this. So, um, Hacienda has we throw some pretty. Legendary sex party, I would say, and then we do this immersive theater experience. And the last one this we did, so fun. The last one we did is called "The Doctor is Ready to See You Now." So anybody Ooh. could dress at any doctor they want to do. And there was one scene at that party, and then we, we let people know that is happening, where this dom put a sack of saline to this guy's testicle in his balls, oh not in his testicle, in his balls. So his balls swelled up like <laughs> ray food. Why? Now, you be say why, exactly. Stop saline testicle shaming, guys. I'm curious. Let's not... not let's...
1: My balls hurt that I don't even have.
5: Um, but let's not yuck other people's yum. I think is 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 don't yuck other people's yum. But I think uh, I think medical play is is something beautiful for a lot of people and that they really enjoy. And for some people, it's not.
1: Well, a lot of guys love getting hit in the ball, like hit yeah. really, and like they love it. The they love it. If you don't love it, then you don't love it, and that's fine. But a lot of people love it. So yeah, everyone's into different shit. Yep. I'm just I'm curious hmm. what the. Is it the wonderment of the balls getting bigger that's like arousing, or I, don't I am
5: not sure. Is not, so not my interesting. But I think it's beautiful that people feel comfortable enough to explore their sexuality yeah. this way, and to have a community that doesn't yuck other people's yum. So, so
1: that's
0: also
3: a good way
5: to yeah. put that. Is, shit out.
0: Is there like I mean some stuff like that though? I worry about like medical play. Is there any actual harm or danger in doing something like that? I think is with, that checked on or of course I think with any type an intern of intern. I think band. with any
5: type of um, more of an advanced sex practice, there's risks. But I think right. they're being risk aware, and the people who are doing it are, are are professionals or trained. So and then everyone who's in the scene know what they're doing. So I that, think is yeah. is having a really you know, what we call it is responsible hedonism, so you have to be okay. really responsible about uh, hedonistic behaviors.
1: That's great. What other kinds of things are involved in medical play? I'm so curious. Like, just like I three other really things. I am really
5: not an expert, so... Okay. so is blood yeah. play considered blood medical play? play? Yeah, 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 I play. thought so. Right? I, okay. I, I, yeah. But...
1: <laughs> and honestly... I, I don't
5: know how many people are interested in hearing you talking about medical <laughs> play. Yeah. Blood play
1: doesn't sound like the worst time.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know. Yeah.
0: Now, how does someone um, get to be a resident at the Hacienda...
5: Um, they, they apply, I mean people could go now, it's, uh, Bushway the Villa is our website and people get to see our principal and our mission and uh, they submit an application, we meet them and it's really about finding someone who we want to live with because it's our home first before part, before before uh, uh, some people call it a sex house for us, is really a community. <laughs>
1: no i know you told me that and i
0: keep
5: forgetting the vernacular right so it's like a regular like the here. way
0: you would interview someone who you're going to live with yeah, on craigslist
5: like, of- it's like the craziest co-op interview <laughs> that you would have right had. right <laughs>
0: yeah. what kind of questions uh, w- can you share questions that you ask uh yeah, yeah. people
5: what what is the pronoun you prefer so people get to oh, nice. yeah so um we we celebrate all gender or sexual orientation um we have actually a really diverse community um and one of the question is what sex positive culture means to you? So, and our mission is to really make sex education um, and value and culture more accessible to the mainstream audience, because you know a lot of us live in a bubble and, and this is a kind of a weird thing to say. If I ever have a daughter, I will feel much safer sending her to one of our community sex party than sending her to Cancun. Doing spring break because yeah. they want the same thing, right? But they don't have the culture and their intentionality behind it. Yeah,
1: and you don't know who's there. And it's like with, with those kinds of environments, yep. safety and consent, and that's something that's a huge priority. Yep. And it's one of the safest places to have sex because mm. there's a supply of condoms. Everyone has more open communication about what's going on with their bodies and what they want. And and if you're weirded out for any reason, there's people you can go to and it'll be addressed. So mm-hmm. it is it is such a safer That's why when people listen to this podcast that are like 11, I'm like, well, you could be looking at porn and getting very wrong information. So Mm -hmm. I guess it can't be. I get it, you know. Yep, so it's yep, better yep. to get wrong information from us. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we have Kenneth here.
5: <laughs>
0: so, uh, did you have to go through any legal hoops to set up uh, the house, or no? I mean, is it it's secret
5: legal. <laughs> no, that no, we're totally legal. We out on the press. Um, I'm, I'm totally a press whore lately. So I want yeah. to get the message. Yeah, press. Truly explorative.
1: So. Yep. Yeah.
5: I sell myself a press. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it's also legal to have sex party in New York. So and check with a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> well, now I know we're doing it.
0: Everyone idea. just got an idea. Just They're like, like Christmas is at my house
5: apartment. this year. Our apartment's
1: picking up, right? Yeah.
5: <laughs> well, people have sex at parties sometimes. Hidden. That's true for know, sure. Not like sometimes not hidden. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of ironic, right? You go to a place to party and you really want to hook up, and then you have to go find another place. I know, to you do gotta do find it, a so private it's So place. inconvenient. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> you can go to these sex parties and not have sex. Not to yeah, off you could just clothes, observe.
5: Can, yeah, yeah, and only enthusiastic consent. We don't peer pressure anybody doing anything. You could stop what, at any time. What happens
1: know? if? And I know this is more of a negative term. I don't. Maybe there's better words I can use. But what happens if you get a creeper? You
5: we, know what I'm saying. First thing is we actually. I think it's actually really important to educate people first and give them right. generous assumption. Just because people have some creepy behavior, they might not know that they're doing it right. or they would be new to the environment. But we, we, uh, cr- we do a lot of education beforehand, too. So one of my colleagues, Effie Blue, she teaches a sex party etiquette class. So people could learn about the etiquette of a sex party very, very similar to going to have dinner with the president. You want yeah, to learn to etiquette yeah. together. Yeah, <laughs> Very similar, you know. Um, what types
1: of things... Um, have you ever had that? A situation where someone was like, hey, that guy's just staring. All the time. And it's weird. Not all
5: the time, actually. <laughs> it's a little bit less because we, Because you really can't control who comes in. Like No, we do because our party is not public. Oh, that's It's right, invite-only right. and it's yeah. vetted for. Um, and the person who invites you are vouching for you. So there's a lot of safety mechanism. We also... Give a uh, newbie orientation, a consent class before if they, they're first timer they come, but we put in a lot of effort to do that, you know, for our party. But there's some more public party where is, you know, like chemistry everybody could go. And right. S- and there's no screening process. N- they're screening because they oh, have an right. interview, uh, a membership submission process. Oh. That's but good. there's also a bigger swinger club where it's a little bit more public. But I still think that. Making this more accessible to everyone is our, our goal. So um, I think that's why we're putting a lot of the education online, so people get to see it first and experience it. Shit, you're doing God's work, Kenneth. <laughs>
1: um, I want to know
5: what is... <laughs> were you always good at
1: sex, or were you...
5: No, I was really terrible. That's why it's oh. a good story. Because you said I, the advertised yeah. dick thing, but yeah. like...
1: And what would you, okay, so if a guy has a micro dick, for example, I don't know, I'm just pulling it out of my ass. What what are some, there are so many other ways that they could please a woman, but what do you, like, what, if a guy, do guys ever come to you like, I don't, I'm not very confident in my penis...
5: Yep, what can I do all the time because I talk about my penis size first I think is helping people come you know deal with their sexual insecurity I think you know same thing with women I have women come up to me is, is is my labia too long is it is it normal uh-huh. is it weird it's a very similar conversation Is this too dark here is the skin you know weird uh-huh. shape stuff right yeah. Is my clit too big my clit hitting or whatever that's all those stuff And I think finding sexual compatibility is really important. I have lovers that do not like to be penetrated at all, right? There's some women really like us, prefer a much smaller penis. Yeah. Um, Bigger is not always better. It's really come down to the individual. Um, Also, can I get a raise of hand, participate? How many women could come from straight intercourse? Raise your hand if you come straight from intercourse, Lucky right? Bitches. Just intercourse alone, no manual stimulation, right? For you. Not that for you. many of you out there. We look out, right? So your penis, your your a lot of time your hand on your tongue is mightier than the sword, right? So a lot of yeah, a lot of women yeah. don't
1: come from penetration. Yeah. Both, I feel like
5: yeah. the majority. Yeah, so it's like every
1: vagina is so fucking different. <laughs> I mean, every penis is too, but it's like women come so differently, and I feel like men come more similarly or would you but say in that's some way accurate?
5: there's so much female biology privilege cuz a lot of women could have endless amount of orgasm and you can and it looks a lot better than my orgasm. Mine is like oh I'm coming oh it's over. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what you say. I'm coming and I'm done. Yeah, oh can
5: it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what but okay so a guy can get good with with
5: and, going and also some going? literally some women Penetrative sex is not their thing, right. or they like a smaller penis. So I think finding someone who appreciate your body is really important, no yeah. matter what body you have. You know. Well, so, I, I've talked to yeah. some
1: women who like their vaginas are <laughs> tiny. I don't know. There's yeah, a medical yeah. term for it. I just don't. There's know what some it is. really
5: shallow. Yeah, yeah and they yeah. They, mm, prefer, or, yeah. They, and they prefer Yeah, and some women. women really hate their cervix being hit the entire time, and yeah, some women have cervical orgasm, so it's very
0: what? The, what's a yeah. cervical? Fuck is what? That? <laughs> Stop. I what? can have a cervical uh, orgasm?
5: orgasm. For, for some women, right? So, it, okay, so orgasm is not like it's like a checkoff bucket list that you, like your body just works differently. For for some women, um, <laughs> they could have their cervix stimu- stimulated to uh, uh, fingers, dildos, or whatever is being touched. But it bypasses, it, it, it used their vagus nerve, so... And then it goes up their body, so it's more of a full body <gasps> sensation. And some women could experience that. Some women hate it. It's like ow, 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 ow. So it depends, you know.
1: Huh. But how do you try? You just stick it up until you know.
5: <laughs> stick that's well, te- because
1: with my this is uh, very personal. But my uh, I remember Stephen said to me once, like I can't, I you have a longer cervix because I I don't hit it with my penis, and he has before with other girls. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I don't know what the fuck that means, but whatever. Okay, sure. So is that something that I mean, is there anatomy that's uh, specific to if a woman can have that? Yes. Because every so woman's th- vagina is every, so every different. Every
5: woman is different, every, your arousal is different, your sensation is different. I think discovering what's pleasurable for you is the key, rather than I go like, I should be normal. I think normal right. in some ways is the most dangerous word in sex.
0: Yeah. Right? Normal bullshit. So, yeah. mm. It doesn't exist. That was another yeah. good quote, Kenneth. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just think of that now? No.
5: no. You should? Oh, no. no you <laughs> he's just re-
0: it. He's just recycling stuff. <laughs> But your delivery, <laughs> your delivery is great. Okay. It was so natural, You're very natural. <laughs> so, wait, you said you were used to be bad at sex. What can you tell us about your first time? Do you remember it? Like, how old you were? Yeah, what
1: was Kenneth play like the first time he fucked? Yeah,
5: I was. Um- <laughs> So I, I really wanted to get in fitness um, when I was a teenager. So I was really skinny. I was like 120 at this height, and then um, oh. I decided to be a lifeguard in Coney Island. I so was on the swim team, mm-hmm. and I did not lose my virginity until I was 20. And uh-huh. that was less like six years of lifeguarding, not getting laid, and that's really hard to do. <laughs> you, <know>? you
1: tried. <laughs> you really I did try, try though. But there's
5: a lot of insecurity I dealt with and. And I remember first time I was so nervous. And it's a lot of, you know, where I believe having an average-sized penis is inadequate. Like, it wasn't enough that a woman wouldn't be pleased, right? You keep so saying I,
0: average, by the way. What's, average,
5: so I'm 5.6. Yeah, how many 6. inches? 5.6. 5.
0: 5. 5. 6. Wow. Yeah. That was average? such a great answer. Five, 5. So specific. 6. You measured that.
5: I work with Very Dr. John. So as Hell dating. yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I think go ahead.
5: So, so, but you, in now in when you watch a lot of porn, right, you believe that if you don't have a porn star size penis, mm-hmm. you don't have a good penis. Right. Same thing, like, if you don't have a porn star body, therefore you're not sexy or whatever, a model's body. So, uh-huh. I think men deal with sexual <laughs> shame the same way. And I love, and the what? size queen out there, if you like a really big cock, love it all you want, you know. Right. And if you're a guy that want to give a size queen an experience, learn fisting, buy a really big dildo, get over your cock. You know, that's the other side of things. Oh, okay. So, mm. so it's learning how bumps. to give pleasure is more important, yeah. yeah. Get to enjoy 11. Wait,
1: what were you guys saying that was so fucking funny? <laughs>
5: oh, are you showed what, what is what 5.6 looked like.
1: Well, dollar bill's six inches. So, just take a... You got a yeah. big dick? Yeah.
5: That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that means yes. I mean, the study has them. shown that above average is what people prefer, same thing, like we sexualize things, like a bigger butt or bigger boobs is what people sexually torts, but it's not what arouses us, what we think turns us on, might not feel as good. So I really, you know, I think feeling good, having a good internal experience is really important too. How many of you have slept with a guy, thought he had the best cock in the world and is terrible in bed? He just hum, 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 hum. See? <laughs> The magic stick syndrome, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Is there, uh, in, uh, you know, can you do, like, a one-minute summaration, summary, summaration? Yeah, that's a fucking word I made up. Yeah, I make up words. Quick summary of, like, how to make a woman square 101. Not saying that every woman wants to or should or whatever, but if you're saying that it is possible... Because I have before, and I don't actually. Yeah, I'm curious what that looks like.
5: Can I can I use your hand as my fake vulva?
0: Honestly, I I was I was telling Christine before the show. I was like, you could have used my real vulva, but I think Caroline's would get legally in trouble for doing that. (laughs) I don't. I'm just so curious.
5: Normally, I bring a vulva puppet. So I want you to put your hands like this. So I want you to face this way. So I want you to imagine this is the clitoris, right? Clitoris is right here. Vaginal (laughs) opening here. And this is the bottom of the vaginal opening. So the pubic bone sits right here. So when you stick your finger in, or you push on top, ladies, push your own pubic bone, you find it, right? Okay. Right above that, which is about <laughs> two and a half inches, three inches, depending on the woman. that's usually the spot that feels good. Now, different women have different amount of um, how deep they need to go, but it's not like eight inches in, okay? Eight is <laughs> more for the cervix. People who really enjoy their deep spot touch or their cervix touch. Deep spot? Yeah, so there's That's a another thing. Deep spot orgasm is another Jesus thing, yes. Christ. So many things.
1: How many and I love I got learning in there? this
5: shit. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> wow. What? So it's really hard.
1: <sighs> do you want me to hold your mic while you, you guys Yes, you yes,
5: yes. Uh, but I cannot need. Can I actually do it right here? Can you guys? Yeah. No, no, I could do it here. Yeah. So, well, you need to.
1: <laughs> Let's see if we,
5: you, What the fuck is happening? You just let me okay. know. we have a trust so really now technical. So we're going to treat this. Again, this is really like working Oh, you have a good touch, I can tell already.: already. I'm right? working it already. So yeah. what you to do what you want to do is, when you insert your fingers, you're mm-hmm. doing this rocker sign that I'm doing right here, right? So open up a little bit more. <laughs> right? My fingers are pointing down, right? Her clits are still right here. So I'm rubbing her clit with my palm. Right. And I'm not using my finger doing this because your fingers will burn out. Right. So that's the lactic acid threshold. That's my, from my fitness side. And you don't want it. Oh, I feel so good. If it was so good. Oh, fuck, I'm burning. I can't keep up. You don't want that stress. Right. So you want to be able to use your entire body. So I'm actually rocking my hand up and down where I'm applying where I'm applying pressure to a clit and my fingers a hook. And the secret is using the back of my finger to push down towards your anus, it creates an opening, and I'm pulling back up, and I'm doing really unreservedly, like this speed. And normally that triggers, normally it triggers an involuntary <laughs> sensation.
1: How many women are very turned on right now? <laughs> Wow, you're good at this. How'd you get so good at making people squirt? (laughs) I'm curious if anybody has any specific squirt like questions for him that's
0: okay also your hands this is so weird but they feel really clean (laughs)
5: like i'm a psycho
0: i have like this really bad obsessive compulsive disorder and like they're just so clean so thanks (laughs) you never like uh, guys wash your fucking hands they're always dirty yes wear
5: gloves it's really good for for any type of manual sex wear gloves It's, it's great
0: what latex kind of gloves? gloves, I latex like. Gloves? If
5: you're not allergic to latex, you see a little bit more feel. It's also kind of scary, so it's just kind of hot right? you put on your glove, and, and she's, looking at, <laughs> she's looking at you, and oh, you're like, oh my yeah. god, are you yeah. going to fist me? Yeah, what's he going to yeah. do? Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> what's he going to do? Um, wow.
5: Yeah. The other, I think the other thing that I discovered, not from, from being a man and not having a vagina, which is really touching for me, a lot of squirting experience leads to a, a crygasm. And, and, and I, I, I never knew, I never knew why, right? So I've been Wait, talking. What, a crygasm is that you, you have a very emotional mm-hmm. experience Steven, after post-orgasm. That's
1: exactly what happens.
5: Crygasm, yes, yes. I
1: that. didn't know it was a word. The thing. I
5: just that's thought crazy. it was a
1: panic attack.
5: No, no, no. Okay. Oh
1: my God. I can't. Are you? Yeah. That's crazy, right? I thought I was just an emotional wreck.
5: I cry. Crygasm. It's crygasm. Um, wow. So. I'm learning so much. I think the, the the woman in the room when you start having sex, right? Sometimes you have feel like, oh, i got to pee, you know that sensation, Yeah. out of nowhere. And then we have been, been taught their entire life that when they feel that sensation, they're in shame and they clinch, right? They clinch a little bit and they don't want to pee. So they, when they, you start thinking about like, oh shit, I don't want to pee, this is embarrassing, you not no longer turn on and make sex not enjoyable. So when it comes to female ejaculation or having that experience, the goal is actually to bear down and push a little bit when you have that sensation, right? Which is like crazy. Like, in your, I see some faces, <laughs> right? Piss the bed! <laughs> but when you really, and, and a lot of sexual experience is really about surrendering, letting go, and when you finally let go and you have this experience, a lot of women cry because they go like, oh, I never, I never had let myself really let go.
0: Oh, it's so like so yoga. Yeah, okay. yeah, so it's
5: that experience, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm always crying during just yoga. Like the butthole. Like, what is going on? I can't just even like do stretching it. that butthole. Um so I think that's a great idea. Actually, would you mind taking a few questions from the audience? Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Okay, so we have a few. You come to the side of the stage though, because we need you to use the mic. So just make a, a, like five people come over here and you can come on stage and ask your question. So that also forces you to not be ashamed about your question. <laughs> um, <clears throat> if you and were also, raising your hand, you can just come up.
1: Or you fine. can if you're near here, then I'll give you the mic here.
0: Yeah. Here you It'll go. Cool. Come on, up. we'll do it. If you're on Christina's side, we have someone over here. Hello. I'll let them through. Okay. Make these questions good till we have a genius here. <laughs> no.
1: All right, you go, go first.
2: <laughs> um, so, first of all, I want to thank you for doing this because when you first came on the stage, I was like, no. And then- <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, when you walked on stage. <laughs> and then when you started talking, I was like, eh. and then towards the end I was like I live in Bushwick, I'm going to show up (laughs) so thank you for that but um, my question's not funny can I still ask it? yes of course and please don't feel bad for me I? uh (laughs) Um, so what what do you do when people show up and they have had traumatic experiences in sex and how do you deal with that? good question
5: And that's very common because, unfortunately, a lot of people have a lot of, you know, have experience of abuse or sexual trauma. And when that happens, you just basically have to slow down and take care of this person that is in front of you. And people who, and this is not my work, uh, my my partner, Dr. Jana. People who sometimes abuse gravitate to more, you know, like sex parties and that type of experience or have more sex. So, um, how we deal with it is actually just really important just to listen and don't try to fix anything. Um, when we were talking about the crygasm earlier, for men, don't ask your partner why they're crying. Just hold space. Let them... Emotions are welcome, right? And just stay there and don't just, just be there for that person. So I think just showing up and just being witness of that experience is really important and when that person do want to share, you know, let them share. And there's other professional that I work with that deals really well with people with trauma. So, so thank you. That's a great question.
3: Thank you. All right. So, I'm still young and you know, relatively new to sex. So, I guess my question is like what's th- like, cause I sometimes like I don't know it if I'm squirting or just like having a regular orgasm. And sometimes there's like mysterious pile of liquid, and I'm like, where'd that come from? <laughs> and like, what you're saying with like, it feels like you have to pee, and then there's a release. I guess like, what does like squirting feel like? Like, how do you know?
5: I think every woman is a little different, but I think we put a lot of judgment on what is supposed to look like and feel like. So I think finding whatever is pleasurable for you. So if there's a puddle. Underneath you after sex and it feels fucking great. Then celebrate that. <laughs> but one of and, but one of my <laughs> but one of my sex hacks that I really love is buy and this might sound fu- funny. Buy puppy pads, right, and put it underneath you. It's really, it's really great because it's like hospital chuck. So for squirters, if you know that's a common experience that you have, you don't have to ruin your bed and buy some waterproof sheet and then just have fun with it. And it's, it, and for some men or some, uh, whoever you sleep with, for some people, it's such a turn on for them to see you do that. So find people who really celebrate that you know, that part of your sexuality, if, if that's something that you enjoy.
3: Right. Also, I love you guys, you're the bomb and I'm shaking because I'm this close to you. Uh,
5: <laughs> I'm thank you. Was, thank, yeah.
3: Thank you for for
6: coming up. All right, this
3: side. What
0: are you texting that you're about to ask a really weird question? I love it. Get ready, guys.
2: <laughs> so first off, thank you for coming and it's a thrill to me to be on stage here with you.
1: Thanks for coming. Thank uh, you.
2: So like you, uh didn't lose my virginity till twenty. Uh now my question is, now a lot of um, women I've had sex with have been one night stands, approximately 83%. Now- So uh, scientific, I love it. That's my man. That's what I was calculating, the exact percentage. <laughs> so my question is, now with one night stands, it's more about like like getting to that. Now for me personally, I was born without a sense of smell. So I'm better at, at going down on a girl just because I'm immune to all smells. Cause you don't have to smell that fucking pussy? Yeah. So, no, I, I know. That I don't think that's what you mean. That's just what so my like, joke. So is. for that, like now, for you, like has gotten women to squirt. And stuff, how do you know, like, when a woman isn't isn't faking, like
5: faking what an orgasm exactly. or squirting? <laughs> mm.
1: <What? laughs> well, that's a valid.
5: There's a question. How, Some how are do good you, at faking how, how do you know if your partner is not faking? I think check in if you're not sure. Right? Because I'm not a mind reader, right? To, be a, to call yourself a mind reader or have, tell you there's some trick to know who's faking or not faking. But if you question if your partner is satisfied, check in. I think it's really good to talk about sex, you know? Especially not doing sex. So you might want to check in a little bit later when you're just having dinner or doing Netflix and chill. And go like, I just want it. Or, or HBO, HBO anal. anal. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's my favorite. Yeah, I learned it from him, so that's why we said it at the same time.
5: Um, So I think checking in is is really important. And if you're not sure, check in. Because a lot of time that we are waiting for our partner to ask, and ask in a supportive way that, you know, I want to make sure that you know, I could do whatever I can to make it pleasurable for you. So check in.
2: Now, do you feel, if
5: even if that one time? Do yeah. you
2: feel uncomfortable that with one night stands with someone that you may not know their name or like anything about them? really? No, I like the most. I like
5: the <laughs> most. I like I, I like their entire spectrum. I could have the most casual casual of casual sex. In fact, that the reason Dr. Jana and I work together, we want to we run the casual sex project. So casualsexproject.com, where people submit their casual sex stories around the world, and we are we are teach She's finishing her book talking about casual sex So empower people that if you do enjoy casual sex, just because you don't so just because you don't know that person's name, and um, you don't have any attachment afterward, you still could celebrate casual sex. So it doesn't mean that oh, if I just you know have one night stand it's not meaningful. It was meaningful because I like casual sex. So I, so it doesn't. You could have as many much casual sex as long as it's safe and consensual. Yep. Thank you.
0: Thank you. I mean, you can just also
5: ask people their names. <laughs> but there is a, you know, there's a group of people that actually. Well, it's like an kink. Instinctive, yeah, yeah their kink that they don't want to know anything different. about That's different. I don't think you. it's that guy's
0: kink. I think yeah. he just. That's just my, uh, my noggin. Nah <laughs> there,
5: there's rooms. They, there's room uh, at sex parties. Some of them call the, the black room where it just pitch black. That's, that's, that's the level anonymous that, you know, people like. So whatever floats your boat. Whoa. What's your question?
4: My
3: question is yes. that you said a lot of your sex life right
2: now revolves around referrals.
6: <laughs> so um, are you taking referrals?
2: Uh,
5: Damn. Uh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you know, it's actually funny because having... having more being a more of a public finger about sex. I'm actually sleeping with a lot less people and we were kind of talking about it in the back oh, room yes, because yes, yes. It's, it's also being a man, the more, the more privilege and power I have, the less I take advantage of sleeping with people because I don't do this work to sleep with more people. Right? And it's actually really important for me to sleep with less people so I don't hit on people in my classes. If people come up to me at an event, I always say I don't flirt during my events. If you do see me another time <laughs> in a complete different social setting when I'm not in charge, I would love to talk to you if I was interested. So, and and, and my colleagues and my, my, my mentors takes that really seriously because I think it's sort of a code ethics for a sex educator to not make it about their own sex life. But I do take referrals.
0: Noted. Thank you. Fuck yeah! Great answer. So we'll finish everyone, in a bit here. So the, this side now. Hello. How are you? Hi.
6: So Monco in the house. Montgomery County. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 205.
6: So my question. Pennsylvania is, reference. Some people decide that casual sex encounters are not for them, and exclusive is the way to go. When you have a mismatch where you have one person with a higher sex drive, especially if that's the woman, sometimes the man might feel some shame or inadequacy towards that, and it creates a lot of pressure. What would you suggest to break through that?
5: I mean, personally, that's why I like gangbangs because I think women (laughs) is teamwork. You were going with that. I mean, this is sort of an off answer, but I think there's something magical when a woman gets to experience an abundance of male sexual energy, Mm -hmm. right? And they they fall into the place where they could allow themselves to be insatiable. Right? So it kind of enhanced the two. But if it's a mismatch in sex drive, I think, again, it's more about communication, because if, the, and also men don't need to be pressured that we need to want sex all the time, whenever sex is offered, and our dick needs to get hard and mediated. I think that's a crazy uh, expectation for men to have with sex as well. So right. I think it's a little bit of being honest with yourself about how much sex you want, and how much, what type of sex you want. So if it's a mismatch, then I think that's a deeper conversation. That they need to talk about in the relationship, you know, or you could, you know, like someone suggested earlier, you could masturbate next to that person while they're still sleeping.
4: They didn't suggest that They the supplement. Whatever
5: to get (laughs) enough sex that that is right for you. I mean, right for that individual.
1: Right. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you.
5: But do you take pleasure to your own hand? Because we cannot blame our partner for being dissatisfied. Right? If you don't, you're not in charge of your turn-on, you're not in charge of your arousal, you're not in charge of your pleasure, and you, you give that responsibility away, I think that's no one wants to take that responsibility. So I think it's more of a collaboration. Damn. Nice. That was awesome.
3: <laughs> so my question, back to the whole squirting thing, is like, so when I masturbate, sometimes I'll masturbate when I have to pee, because it's like extra good. But I still mm. will not like squirt, because I feel like, I don't want to ruin the sheets. You know what I mean? Um, And then, yeah, right. So that I'm with that sort of. But then, like, when I'm having sex, also, I don't want to like have it. Like, I don't want to have the first time with somebody that I'm not super, super comfortable with. So at the same time, I'm just like, uh, no, I'll pee first. And then we'll have sex because I'm just like, I don't know if maybe I have to find that comfortableness with another person or maybe like, I don't want to ruin their sheets or like, what's a better way to go about it when you're like a little bit nervous about it because you know it could happen, but you don't want to like ruin everything. Yeah. I mean, washing, I send my laundry out, but I I don't want to like embarrass (laughs) that girl that has to take my sheets in. like, what's this about? You know,
5: I, I think that's a little bit more on the hookup etiquette. Yeah. right so if you are you known to be a squirter and you enjoy squirting you go like i just want to let you know i squirt when i when i'm really enjoying sex should we put some towels down <laughs> right do you care do you want to do it in the shower it's it's sort of like i don't want to compare it to period sex but just it's like letting people oh, okay. know what's about to happen and some people get so into it because they like that so like i can
3: get with period sex but i just you know they, i guess i just maybe have to be, like, extra comfortable.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, to piggyback off what he said, I think it's also, like, if you're not comfortable enough with the person you're having sex with to give them a heads up about squirting, then maybe you shouldn't be having sex with that person to begin uh, with.
3: I suppose... (laughs)
5: But a little bit of communication goes a long way because you don't have to have a two-hour conversation. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like,
3: I don't want to have to talk about it, but I want to just let you know, like, hey, I'd like to try this. You're the first first, first person I've ever tried it with. So just be mentally prepared. But I also don't want to have, like, a conversation about it. Like, that's that's awkward. Yeah? (laughs) Maybe just stick with that? All right. I'm with it. I can stick with that. But based on
5: my experience, a lot of people enjoy it. So, so. (laughs)
3: So just Yeah, so it's I like it it's like ahead. handing
5: people, do you want some lobster, you know, it's kind of thing.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> Thank you. Thank Ho- you. Hopefully that person is not a vegan. Okay.
4: Uh, <laughs> All right, two questions left. Hi, so you talk a lot about like preparing yourself internally and that how you're feeling internally affects like your sex life. Mm. I feel like I struggle with like trying to like get over overthinking things and like being super self-critical. So how do you like relax yourself and prepare yourself internally in regards to like insecurities or things like that?
5: So... I think the Tantra community and the King community have some amazing sex hacks that allows people to dive into their experience a little bit more. So on the Tantra side, it's, it's also just science. Um, if you take a deep breath in, everybody do it with me. I'm teaching again. And next time, make a sigh, uh, until you feel the vibration on your chest, do it again, inhale. Uh. That activates your vagus nerve, and when you're focusing on your inhale and exhale, allows you to get back into your body and feel the sensation you feel. And if you have self-critical thoughts, it's like, oh, my cock is not big enough, or, uh, like, I don't know, do I smell, or whatever the case may be, right? Um, I say it out loud, actually, now. Um, So, I think one of the things that people could relate is that, am I taking too long? Is one of the things. So when we voice our struggle, we feel closer to our partner. So sometimes I'd be like, oh, am I taking too long for this blowjob? And just say it. And then I know that person's no now. So it relieves me of that stress. And then I could go back into the experience. So I think about sharing whatever is happening for you authentically is good. And then in sometime, sometime when you have, uh, when we are lucky and have a very supportive partner is a really good bonding moment too, then you could get over their internal dialogue, because if it's a private conversation, it, it doesn't go away, you know what I mean? Yeah.: Damn, can
0: I. Awesome. Thank you. Stop it.: All right, can I ask two
6: questions? Yes OK. So the first one, so you're having sex with a friends with benefits, you know it's going all well, but then you're like, all right, I'm over it. Now what?? Yeah.
5: But <laughs> you over the sex or the relationship? No, right? the, sex. the sex. The sex
0: for like that night, you know.
5: No, that it's totally it's... okay to stop sex whenever whichever partner wants to stop. I think that is a, a not co- that like
6: you're uncomfortable, just like
1: eh.
5: you're just not into it anymore.
1: Eh, you know, you know, it's
5: it's so funny because <laughs> I think uh, at sex party or uh, uh, the general perception of sex is that it ends when a men's come, which I think is I think right. which is terrible, right? So, at sex parties, a lot of times that I'd be having sex, but I don't want to ejaculate because that might like end as an opportunity cost. <laughs> 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 so I might want to have more sex and not ejaculate till later, and then I don't want my partner to feel hurt right because I did not choose to ejaculate in this particular engagement. Right. so I think having have <laughs> <laughs> so 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 I think um, it's okay when whichever partner wants to stop at any time. And I think it's really important to, when someone tell you they're not into it anymore, or whatever it is, acknowledge it, and say thank you for letting me know, because who the fuck, I mean, I mean except a kink scene that is designed that way, who wants to fuck people when they don't wanna be fucked? It's not that fun, right? Right, so, and I think that's
4: part of it is like I've always been like, all right, well, I guess I'll just let him finish and like, whatever. But then I'm still not finishing, so that's not fair.
5: Uh, so in that case, I think taking pleasure to your own hand, I don't think, you know, can I, can I share something really quick? I think penis owner, when we have a penis, when we start learning to have sex, we know how to move our body to make ourselves feel good, right? But women don't necessarily feel the same way about their clitoris or about their, their, their vagina. So rub your clit when he's fucking you. I was going to say, that leads me right into off. the next yeah. question. Yeah. How
0: do yeah. you incorporate toys without being awkward with, like, a like a Friends with Benefit or maybe
4: a one-night thing? or.
5: It's not... I don't think it's awkward. I go, like, I really enjoy touring, and, and, and I love a vibration on my clit and feel your cock inside okay. of me. It's how you talk about it. Also... <laughs> Also, it was I, easy. Just say it like that. Say it like that. It's <laughs> great. It makes me want to, like, you know, ride your cock or whatever is authentic for you. And I really want to change. I want to change the conversation about. I love sex toys and I love sex toy hack. And I'm doing a whole uh, uh, a, a social next month, this month about how to like use sex toys with partner. And I really want men to start thinking about sex toys as power tools, right? Thank and you. to feel like thank a you, cyborg, right? Like, who the fuck wanted to use a screwdriver when you have a screw gun? It's kind of crazy. Like,
0: Well said. Well said. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
5: you. Thank you. All right, last,
0: last question. has to be the last one. Oh,
4: wow.
6: Thank okay. you for sitting um, So this is for any three of you guys. But um, basically, I'm just curious, like, how you guys feel about... FaceTime and getting off because I have been asked by a guy to FaceTime while he's getting off and he finds pleasure in that and I did not do that or kind of he basically FaceTimed me twice and I ignored it but I just just curious like what is your thoughts on that
0: wait he just likes to jerk off
6: while you watch via FaceTime yes he wanted me to watch via FaceTime I think that's cool I would do it but if you don't like it don't do it well I mean I've never done it before so I was just like kind of taken aback by it Uh by like what that's
5: a reasonable I mean try it
0: once if you don't like it never do it again
5: okay what is your internal dialogue about that what what are you thinking like do i say something when he's masturbating yeah right like am i just on you or like am i just yeah i don't know i'm just saying it like well i think asking him do you want me to be like your webcam girl and get you off versus that you just want to witness no i think he just
6: wanted me to witness
5: and then you got to ask yourself is that a turn on for you and is it is it is it good enough for you to give a first try? If you don't like it, you can always say, no, that's not my thing, right? But if you just had, sometimes hesitation about privacy or whatever, just talk about your concern. If the concern is not, it it cannot be addressed, then you could choose to say no. But if you have internal concern that he doesn't know, then he's just not really sure why you're saying no. So I think, yeah, so so (laughs) you could answer that on a FaceTime. (laughs)
6: Okay, cool.
0: Thank yeah, you. So check in. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Guys, give Kenneth a huge run of applause. the
1: fucking. <laughs> oh, sir, you are. Jo- everyone, the. <laughs> no, where for, can we find where where can more we about find you. More
5: you um you can find me on kennethplay.com if you guys are still curious about the squirting there's a squirting hack thing that you could download right now
1: i'm gonna do that yeah
5: as a video too.
1: kenneth thank you so much well, for coming out so and answering these me. questions you are amazing guys thank you
0: so much for coming out to guys we fucked the anti-sled shimmy podcast hope you had a good time let's yeah, We really appreciate you so much uh, And we'll talk to you next week Yeah, if you want to say hi to us We'll be in the, uh, the bar
5: area And if you have taking a picture on Instagram Tag me at Kenneth Play Thank <laughs> you oh. oh Kenneth you little whore <laughs>